my shorts. Welcome to the Dave Lee Down Under Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Dave Lee, and this is episode number 39. 39. 39. No, technically, technically, like if you can't, no, remember the pilot episode we did? Remember that one? Yeah. Pilot? That would be make this episode 40. No, you can't count it. But we're not going to count that because next week we're going to have a big celebration of 40 shows. I can't wait. It'll probably just be a standard show, but we'll, uh, will be. But we'll, <laughs> we'll celebrate uh, in less than, less than style. Anyway, of course, the podcast goes out every single Monday on all the major podcasting platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and Audible. Uh, it'll also be available on the small platforms as well as the, the major ones too. If you, if you prefer the small guys and you don't like giving it to the man and giving all your money to, you know, the big fat cats of the Screw podcast the man. world. Yeah, the small ones, but it's also on the big ones, which I'm sure exactly most right. people will be listening on. We love the big ones because without them, we wouldn't be here. you got nothing. No, we'll bow down to the fat cats of the podcast world. Of course, there's a visual element that goes out on YouTube on the same day, on the Monday. Uh, but if you want early access to that, you can sign up to the Patreon. You'll get it two days earlier on the Saturday. So head over to patreon.com forward slash Under. You can sign up for as little as $1 a month. Cheapy. Very cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. It's fucking worse every week. Oh, Losing the plot. As you get older, you do. Yeah, we've migrated the video podcast to a second channel, of course. Uh, so we'd really appreciate the subscriptions, the likes, the... Well, no, well, we do like the likes, but in particular, the subscriptions and the subscribe. views. Subscribe. 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 So do that. Subscriptions, views, get a, get our um, our monetization back and all that shit. So, yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. If you're watching it, you're already there. So just fucking hit that button, you fucking jerk. I'm joking. Please come. Stay around. I love you. Thank you. Everyone and if out. you only get on and listen to one segment, we're not going to tell you, don't leave the thing running. Don't You're not leave, allowed it, run- to don't not leave it running. I can't tell to you to do that. It's against the YouTube rules. So we've got to get our time up. Yeah, we've got to get that time up. So do what you can. Just do what you can. Watch the whole episode. Yeah, watch it all. Watch it, watch it all. Listen to it all. You can, of course, find me at Dave Lee Down Under on, uh, on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, on Letterboxd. Links for all that down in the bottom below, but if, you, if you're against clicking links, just in case of spam, I promise they're not spam links, but if you have anything against clicking on links, you can just head to the website, type it in, and there I am. Mm. Old-fashioned way of doing things. Uh, if you want to write in the show, you can shoot an email to Dave Lee. thought. I know. If you want to write in the show, you can send an email to Dave Lee Pond at gmail.com. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and a rating. It helps. Only the good ones, though. Bad mm. ones don't help. No, they don't. <laughs> they really don't have Good ones do. Good ones do. Bad ones Majority don't. of ours are good reviews. We must have had one bad one because we're on 4.9 yeah, out of 5 going to be 5 out of 5. Dude. I know, it sucks. Bastards. I know. Whoever did that. <sighs> you I know mean, they say you can please all the people some of the time, but you can't please... No. You can please everybody. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to freaking say. You can say. please some of the people. People all of the time and all of the people some of the time. There you go. 
Never so, all the people all the time. So obviously we haven't pleased. And all you the pissed every, and you piss everybody off all the time. As yeah, well. I know. <laughs> I know. Someone will always find life. something. Hey, we're back for another show. Mm. We're okay. We're out of lockdown in Melbourne. Ooh, thank God. The rest of the, rest country, of the country's not though. He's in a fucking shambles. <laughs> yeah, they've had been hit hard up fucking north. Hell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sydney and uh, particularly Sydney. Yeah, Brisbane's been hit, but not so mm. bad. They're, they're um. Their restrictions eased today, mm. and they've been or tonight, I think. And then they was in Sydney. Oh yeah, certain regions in Sydney. All oh, right, um, have all been no, sorry, Queensland, Queensland, yeah, in Queensland. Certain regions have been opened up, mm. or will, will open up, and then I think <coughs> Central Brisbane. I think it's another day, something like that. Anyway, anyway, by the time this goes out to everyone, it's outdated anyway. But they're all amateurs because we've done it for. <laughs> Four times. <laughs> yeah. Total yeah. of probably 12 months in lockdown. Uh, well, yeah, spent the last yeah. 18 months. I keep getting emails from, um, well, from people, from contacts and stuff, and they're like, I hope you're keeping well in lockdown. And I have to be like, well, I'm actually not in, I'm in Melbourne. I'm not in lockdown. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, exactly. I hope you're okay. Oh, no, we feel your pain. We know what it's like. We know exactly We've what been it's there. Like. It sucks. We can laugh about it now because it's, it just keeps going on. It's not funny. It's not a funny situation, but it's just like at some point you have to be like, fucking here we go again. Well, nowhere else in the country has been locked down like Melbourne has. I know. It's crazy. Because the longest stint was about three months or something. Yeah, something it? nuts. Anyway, not a competition. We feel for you guys out there. We Certainly know, do. We, we know, know what it's like. We know even a couple of weeks can be hell. Oh, exactly. Like that first two weeks we got locked down. When we were in contact with someone who had the virus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And like, do not leave the house. Yeah. We weren't allowed to go get the tests even at that point, remember? Because well, they didn't tell us. They, they, we asked them if we if we had to. They said, no, just keep your yeah, eyes no, open. No, it was because it was at the very beginning, they didn't know if they'd yeah, have enough. That's right. If they didn't know if they'd have enough um, tests yeah. at that point. So if you'd come in contact, you'd just fucking hard isolation, yeah. no tests, any of that shit. So we know what it's like. We uh, wish you all the best out there. Hopefully we'll, we'll get out. You'll. We'll get out of it very soon. We'll get through this. We'll get there. Just watch it. Just watch Just it. Just get on and watch stuff. What's funny, the two or three emails that I received with that people were like, oh, I hope you're all right, it was always followed with, at least there's plenty to watch at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. And I was like, yeah, yeah, well, I don't need that. I don't even need make that the, Make the best of a bad situation, I think. Exactly right. Can't do anything else but. Meanwhile in Melbourne, we were back at the movies the other day. Yeah, we were. Yeah. It was pretty full too, wasn't it? Fucking packed. Two cinemas full, wasn't it? Yeah, and they had, what they have? They had uh, two seats together, then an empty seat, then yeah, another yeah. two, then an empty seat. So they yeah. were distancing a little mm. bit, I suppose, yeah. which was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Well, of course, we went to Black Widow. We'll talk about it later. We'll yep. talk about our thoughts and stuff. But yeah, massive world premiere event. It was it was a little fucking world something premiere, fan event, something. Fan, something so like they that. had all the fans along. They had some media along and stuff, and oh, it was no, just two screens. What's that? <laughs> oh, the media. <laughs> oh, just, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. I thought you were saying the fans. I was like, no, sorry, guys. <laughs> no, you're not flogged. Yeah, some of the other media out there. Crazy, man. Uh, but, yeah, but it's um, it was fun. To get back in the cinema, it was they, good. It was they good. threw a fucking big event. Disney, it was huge. Man, it's the biggest thing I've seen them do for a long time. And they invited heaps of cosplayers along. Yeah, which was some awesome. of those costumes yeah, were good. So they? good, yeah. You had Iron Man, full on Iron I, Man. Oh, Iron Man, he was awesome. Yeah, you had Cap, the, the Cap, Captain America, and he was in Battle Damage. 
Yeah. Outfit. And, so, li- and limping too. I didn't know whether he was ahead of real. Yeah, I don't know. Real limp or whether but he was, was... he was sitting there in, um, uh, in Nando's because it was at the Jam Factory. And there's a Nando's there. It's not literal for international listeners. It's not, it's not a not jam factory. It probably was at one point. It was. And na- now it's just like a it's just a complex with the cinema and yeah. some food outlets. Anyway, there's a Nando there and uh, Captain America was sitting there eating like a wrap and it was just like directly out of <laughs> the first Avengers where they're sitting down eating the shawarma. <laughs> I was like, it's so funny. I was like, I have to go and say it to him. And, uh, and I was like, no way. You turn and go, fuck off. Anyway, so yeah, obviously I had... Um, you had um, like Captain Marvel was there. You even had people fucking on the ball. Some of these cosplayers, they're so quick. You had um, F- uh, Lady Loki there. Yeah. Sylvie from, uh, from and, Loki. And Loki. And Loki was there and as well. And Loki variant. Yes, Loki variant too. Yeah, so these people are so quick, yeah, yeah, man. they're on it. Well, I know, I know some people who do cosplaying and then um, like every time like something like that comes up, a new character something. Are South Australians? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yep. got a couple of friends from South Australia, Alison and Dave. And they do cosplaying, and as soon as like a new character comes up, particularly Alison, because she makes all her costumes and stuff. She has great costumes too. Yeah, she incredible does great, work. That's a great job. Um, and she's like, I'm starting work on that one already. Oh god! <laughs> so some Come of these people them. are so switched on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was awesome. Awesome to be there, and I haven't seen Disney throw a bit. Well, obviously, I haven't been able to for the last like eighteen months. Yeah. But they just went all out, and they had cocktails there, and like lasers shining everywhere. It was fucking. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, so it was so fun to get there. It was cool. It was really um, good. It was a really good event. Yeah. They did a good job of it. Yeah. It's the best, one of the best ones we've yeah. had. Mm, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They don't go all out that often. No. No, no, no. So I think they were just like, let's fuck it. I think they were supposed to do something like that for Cruella. They, well, they probably had a budget for about three yeah, or four well, true. Yeah, yeah. They thought, fuck it, let's yeah, spend it all on out, this yeah. one. They were supposed to have like a massive one for Cruella. They had like 500 people invited and then at the last minute it had to be cancelled because of that lockdown. Yeah. Crazy would have been awesome, gosh. Uh, but yeah, so that was good. We'll talk about the movie soon. Um, otherwise, this week I did a junket. I'm, not, I'm actually not sure if I'm allowed to say what it is. I've seen it. I've asked them because I know I've got a pretty strict um, embargo on the review. And I'm not going to say it. There's usually strict embargoes on any of the junkets too. Yeah, no, that's why that's why it's weird. So anyway, I've done a junket for one of the new Disney Plus things that's coming up. Um, I got to interview fucking like the whole cast, like nine people. I think I got to speak with, mm. and um, we obviously watched. Uh, we what we watched the thing. I'm not going to say it because just in case, I have asked them if I'm allowed to disclose it, but I haven't heard back yet. So, uh, but yeah, I did that junket. That was a two a.m. one. Yeah, that's right. Which was fun mm. for you. Yeah. <laughs> they were all okay. I don't. I don't mind doing them. Like two a.m. It, it went for about an hour and a half, maybe. Mm. Um, but it was very cool. I enjoyed it. I don't care if I got to stay up late because I love the opportunities. Yeah. You guys know that. Um, and bringing you good content. So I think I'm in. I'm embargoed on that for maybe two weeks, and then I can release the interviews. I can release my review for it. Um, I will cover it on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, all that stuff. So that mm. was fun. Mm. But as you guys know. If I'm up late one night, I'm fucked for the rest of the week. <laughs> That's been the case. Slept in today, slept in yesterday. Been I getting a little bit of thing. I good sleeping yesterday too. Yeah, well, you've been up late too. I think I was up till I think I was up till about three a.m. or something mm. the night before, and slept in about ten thirty or something like that, eleven o'clock yeah. maybe. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Now, I was up till 3 a.m. the night after. The, oh, yeah, because the night after I did the junket, I had to do that 
I did some video, some new, some news thing popped up. I was like, fuck, you're going to do a video. So yeah. I was up till three. Yep. Anyway, you were watching the tennis. That's why you were up late, I think. I was watching a little bit of the tennis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Wimbledon. I didn't even know it was on. Mm. I heard nothing about it. Yeah, it started Monday. Yeah, I had no idea. That's how out of it I am at the moment. Not that I, I'm usually particularly that interested in the tennis. No, no, But no, usually no. you'd hear about it. Maybe it's just this pandemic and shit's just know. like Wimbledon Wim, ugh, Wimbledon I usually have a bit of a look at yeah I had no idea it was on it's usually only when the Aussies are playing though yeah hey I wanted to try something this week um could be dangerous yeah I I it's probably it might even be a bit annoying for the for the for the listeners out there but I've I've realized recently when I've been doing my videos and stuff and particularly on the podcast that I use a lot of what are called filler words um uh, uh, right. And I've got to try and get out of the habit. I've got to break the habit mm. because I always feel like it's really unprofessional, <laughs> particularly when I'm in an interview. And like I was in the interviews the other day and I was thinking, fuck, I'm like, uh, 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 uh. so I've been reading into how you can get yourself out of, out of doing it. Okay. And the best way they reckon is to have someone with you. And every time you use a filler word, they clap. Oh God! <laughs> so I want you every time you hear me go uh, or um or something, just fucking clap. And they reckon it's like this psychological thing where you're like, oh, "Fuck, I've done it again." And you you, you like it's like the to, shock collar you put yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you le- just shock collar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You learn to subliminally not do it. So we'll give it oh. a crack if you can even remember. But oh, we'll yeah, give it a try. You know what so memory's just, like? Yeah, I know. So we'll see how it goes. But anyway, if you hear, if you do. Happen to hear me like, um, clap. Because I listen to we'll other, other podcasts and shit I listen to, other interviews and stuff. I never see the people going, uh, uh, um. I mean, sometimes it could be like a matter of editing or whatever, but mm. I know it's a very bad habit I have. So, anyway, if you hear me using a filler word, as they're called, just give me a little clap. Or maybe give me a something like that. I don't know. That's what I thought. We'll give it a, we'll give it a try. I've got to get out of this habit. So, this week, um, first test. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this week, see, it's really hard though yeah, because no. you use filler words. Though, from what I've read or watched, you use it as like a subliminal. Think, think time. Yeah, it's like a subliminal way for you to extend your speech to let other people know that you're not finished. Okay. So you could be talking. You go um, just to let people know subliminally. Let people know, or subconsciously rather, not subliminally, subconsciously yeah. let people know that you're not finished your speech. Oh. So it is really hard to be able to like, okay, guys, so next up we go, yeah, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I just try and break the fucking habit just so it becomes nature. That's that next last little bit of speech that I need to get down. Let me know down in the comments. Good or, luck with that. Or write or email. Let me know if you also have trouble with filler words. <laughs> It's not just me. I do it all the time. I'm sure it's everyone. But I just feel like when I'm more in this situation where I have to be presenting or whatever, mm. I need to cut, I need to snap out of it. I need to learn not to do it. So anyway, this week. I do it a bit when I'm in a situation where I've got to think a bit. Yeah. It gives me a little bit of thinking time. Well, I think that's what it is. It's like you. Yeah. It's, it signifies to the other person that you're not finished your conversation, you're thinking about what to say next. It's just like a way to fill that space. Oh, okay. Yeah. All these things about the human brain, huh? you got one. Yeah, well. <laughs> so this week we've um, – <clears throat> you missed again. You missed Excuse it me. again. 
Yeah. <laughs> this ain't going to work. No, I'm not, doomed. It's not because I don't hear it. I'm doomed. Well, yeah. Uh, so this week we – I haven't really watched a lot because of everything that's been going on. Uh, but I had, had, had a bit of chance to watch a couple of things, but because of the late nights and whatever else, some cartoon news I had to cover in the mornings the last, like, two or three days have just been – I haven't really watched a lot. I watched a couple of older movies earlier in the week. I'm not going to talk about them. There's not much uh, – not much to write home about. Yep. Or write to the listeners about. But I did finally get around to watching Total Re Total, Total Recall. You never watched it before. Never watched it. Oh. Yeah, finally watched it. I'm glad you have now. Fucking awesome. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Glad you like it. <laughs> I loved it. Have you seen <laughs> it ever? Yeah, I have. Probably at some point. But it's not really. You're not thing. a huge Arnie. No. Well, Arnie's okay, but that's just not one of my It's great. Not really my wheelhouse, that sort of movie. It's good. It was fun. Like, I'm not a huge sci-fi fan, but I liked it. Mm. I really liked it. I watched it on my tally in, my, in 4K. Mm. So when we come home from football and... Talking about 4K tallies. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Shit. Doubling back to the what's oh. happened this week. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I was doing a bit of housework the other day and <laughs> <laughs> had the tally going in the it background. It was actually last Friday after we finished the podcast. Yeah, exactly right. I was, was. Editing the, I was editing the podcast at the yeah, time. Was. Yeah, I was. pottering around the house and um, yeah. had the tally going in the background and I hear boom. And all the power in the house went off. Except for my room somehow. Except, well, because there's different circuits oh, throughout yeah, the yeah. house. So the circuit that that was on, which mm. includes the theatre room and mm. all that sort of stuff, everything went off. I thought, shit, yeah. what the hell was that? Mm. Couldn't smell anything. Like There's nothing on fire <laughs> or anything. I thought, oh, my God, is there something... You know, is there something downstairs that's tricked it? Or yeah. and then I thought to myself, oh. So I looked at the went out and looked at the switch out, switchboard out the out, outside. Sure enough, the switch yeah. was off. Tried to flick it back on, or flick straight back off. I thought, oh shit, okay, something's died. Mm. Came inside and thought, what could it be? I thought, mm, let's unplug the telly first. <laughs> went outside and it flicked back on. Then I said, Dave, stand by the telly, plug it, plug it in. I'll go turn it off, and I'll flick it back on and see what happens. Mm. So I flicked it back on, and what did you hear? Yeah, poof, poof. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you flicked that, because you're on the phone, you're like, okay, I'm going to switch it on now, and I hear you go click, and they go, poof. yeah, poof. and it turns straight back off again. So sure yeah. enough, the bloody tally blew up. Yeah. Now this wasn't a 4K tally. This no, it wasn't was a 4K. HD it was tally. not about nine years old. Yeah. Um, it was a big. It was a Samsung. Mm. Shouldn't mention that. No, nah, it doesn't matter. It's yes. a Samsung. <laughs> Who cares? It's a review. It's tech ex- review. Exact, tech exactly review. right. Nine this is year- what's happened to our Samsung well, exactly right. Unit. I think I paid about three and a half grand for it yeah. nine years ago. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a bottom end one. It was a yeah. good quality one. Yeah. supposed to be. It's like top of the line at the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, it know. was. It was top of the line yeah. Samsung at the time. And um, about the last two and a half years, I had two lines of dead pixels. Mm. Down the down the right side of the tally, but it well it didn't bother me because it didn't really notice. Well, we've it that already well. had we already had a short circuit on the tally at one. Well, exactly point right. It was that, only yeah. about three years old. They had to come did. out and replace the. Play, was it a, I think it was the um, motherboard, some or mother yeah. motherboard or some bloody thing on it in it. Mm. But yeah, so nine years old and it's bloody blown up totally. You think you'd get a bit more than nine years out of it? So yeah. I thought, oh well, fuck it, I'll buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, so you bought a four K so tally I now. Myself a, a nice Sony 4K. Mm. I was going to get the 75-inch, but mm. they're not available yet, so I just stuck with the 65. Yeah. And it was like an extra 700 bucks no, or 1000 bucks or something? Extra, an extra 1400 Oh, yeah, well, not so worth that. Nah, fuck it, just keep the 65. <laughs> so at least I've got a 4K tally now. Yeah, now we've been advocates for Samsung for a long time, Yeah, but I feel like their pro- their products just don't have that longevity. No, like that's that right. one has died twice, yeah. essentially. This yeah. time it's 
ir- irreparable. Yeah. First time they came replaced as well, you said. Well, even if it was repairable, I'm not going to bother because well, exactly. it's old tech now. Yeah. And, and then you had the lines down, so they got nine years, and the players. We've had two Because sand- those pixels, they died when you were overseas still. Yeah, yeah. So that was that's probably two, two and a half mm. years ago. Yeah, so anyway, so we've also had two players which are not really working. No, that's right. The one in here keeps t- refusing to play discs, that keeps doing stupid yeah. shit. One in we've my, updated the firmware on them yeah. too, so there's not firmware. One issue. in my room, which is the model up from the one that was in here, uh, it can't play. I Sometimes I just put a disc in it and it goes, actually this one in here does that, and then spits it out. The one in my room just comes up with a message that's like, cannot play this disc, or disc is not um, uh, the capable something, you know, just, it's not, you can't play it. Yeah. But it's it's only new discs, newly released, newly really? pressed discs, yeah. I've done firmware and everything on it, so anyway. And, so you, and yours makes a noise playing DVDs. DVDs, every it? time I put it, it's fine with Blu-rays or 4Ks, every time I play a DVD in it, oh no, not that, it's like a really loud fan, like... Uh, that's just the, the disc spinning so fast. Yeah. Can't read it. It's weird. And the fork, every time you play a 4K in it, if you pause it and you play it again, it goes out of sync. And then you have to rewind this, it. This one was doing that too. Yeah, you rewind, it, you rewind it a couple of seconds and then play it again and it's fine. Yeah, the one in here was doing that. Yeah, so I'm not, I don't know if I can advocate for Samsung anymore. No, uh, so this time I bought a Sony TV. Mm-hmm. And, well, it's a, the latest model Sony one. Yeah. And um, bought a couple of new Blu-ray players as well. Yeah, a couple of Panasonic. The Panasonic one. Are they UB twenty, UB eight twenty, or whatever. It's, yeah, know, whatever. It's they apparently, are. the best one on the market. Everyone's saying it's like the best, the best. Well, thing. they do. They do. I think they do another model or two that are that are above that. They're like well, there's about one thousand bucks. Yeah, but or the only difference has got like a tuner or something. Everyone is saying hard drives and all that sort of stuff. Everyone says the that. model that you've bought is the model to get. Yeah, because that it. Well, also, I read I read a lot of reviews as well because you were telling me about that, mm. and also I thought oh, I'll kind of look at some reviews and look at a few, you know, um, tech tech reviewers, and yeah. they were saying the same. They were, they were comparing that with with Sony players and, and yeah. stuff, and so they heard, and these were coming out on top. I've heard people say it's better than as as comparable to the Oppo. Oh really? The old Oppo player. So there you go. Just Michael won't like to hear that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do the Oppos anymore. You sure? Yep. They stopped doing them. Did they? Did yeah, they really? I yep. wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wonder why. Yeah. So yeah. So there we go. New, so two, new, new TV talent. and Blu-ray player. We don't get the TV till next week sometime. That's all right. So. so you're finally going to get 4K out there. So the next yeah. thing we need to look at is 4K in here. Well, yeah, that's the next <laughs> thing. So if there's a so if there's a supplier or yeah. a manufacturer out there, we need. Uh, we wouldn't mind a 4K, 4K projector. 4K projector would be lovely or like a 100-inch flat screen tally, 95-inch. If you can provide <laughs> it to one of them, that'd be lovely. Um, we've got the players. That's fine. We might even yep. need to – we've got to have to update the sound system. The amp needs to change because the amp doesn't support 4K. Yep. Yep. And then probably all the speakers got to change too for, oh. for Dolby Atmos. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone out there is is anyway linked – And want to sponsor us. Yeah, go ahead. We'll fucking <laughs> – We'll take we'll, it. We'll just – we'll do a podcast where we just fucking do out the whole theatre room. And we can do fan events and everything. We have, yeah. you know, watch parties and – Yeah, it'd be great. 
Can you imagine that? Yeah. 4K laser player? Fucking hell, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> so please, if you... Uh... Yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, yeah, I know. I know. Um, back to what we've been watching, hey? So I watched... Let's start that segment again then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back to what we've been watching. Total Recall, <clears throat> I watched on my 4K tally in my room because I just... I've had it on... I think we may have had the DVD. I never watched it. I bought the Blu-ray years ago. Never watched it. I almost watched it recently, and then I found out the 4K was coming. I was like, fuck it. I'll wait for the 4K. <laughs> so I bought the 4K. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like, really good picture. Mm. Gorgeous. Uh, but I enjoyed the movie. Thought it was good. So it was worth the wait. Yep. One of those ones that's worth the wait. So now oh, I've got cool. to watch the remake with Colin Farrell, which is apparently not as good. Mm. So I enjoyed that. And then uh, we watched Turner and Hooch, the original Tom Hanks film. Yeah, yeah. That's always good to watch. That's so, it's so fun. Love it, love it, love yeah. visiting those old yeah. um, Tom Hanks films. Yeah, it makes me want to watch Big again. Big and um, what was it? Um, the renovation one? Money um, Pit. Money Pit. Yeah. The Burbs. The Burbs, that was the other Fuck, one. Yeah. yeah. Such good stuff. Burbs was good. Yeah. Favourite scene in The Burbs is when it was the kid with the kid delivering the paper and he throws his coffee at him or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Tom so Hanks. Funny. Tom Hanks. Seen yeah. that one. Bachelor Party, movie you can oh, get away gosh, with today. <laughs> yeah. God, totally inappropriate yeah. that one. No, his but early great movies. Great fun. <laughs> yeah, his early movies, so much fun. All his movies are great, but those comedy films that he did mm, like in the beginning mm, of his career, so good. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, so yeah, Turner and Hooch, always fun to revisit. It was one of the first um, Touchstone pictures. Oh, was it? Yeah, that Disney did back in the day. That's why Disney Plus is obviously doing the series now. Oh, right. They have the rights to it. Uh, we watched a couple of like newer titles as well. Uh, firstly, what's one called Misbehaviour? Do you remember much of this one? This was the uh, the one with like the fashion, the the Miss World competition. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Greg yeah, Kinnear's yeah, yeah. in there as Bob Hope, yeah. and you got Kira yeah. Knightley. Wasn't that? That was pretty good. I didn't mind it. Yeah, a British film about the Miss World competition that happened in was that London. Um, Somewhere in the UK, anyway. Yeah, it was. They it got was. Bob Hope out to host, um, and then it, this feminist this feminist group decides to go there and like stage a protest mm. during the mm. during the event. So that completely overturns the event, and then the first black woman to ever win Miss yep. World wins, which also is, as you can imagine, in the time, oh, yeah. always a fucking huge thing. Like yeah. holy, like so the whole night was just like yep. uh, just turned on its head. And uh, yeah, it's quite a good movie, quite a good film. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Wasn't like amazing. No, but it was. It but was a good. Good enjoyable. story and yeah. based based on a true yeah. story. So yeah, enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. All, all good cast. Good. Love Greg Kinnear. His but I, did, I didn't realize. Didn't realize. <laughs> didn't realize it was Greg Kinnear. And yeah, until halfway through the film. Yeah, he did it quite well. Oh my god, that's yeah. Greg Kinnear. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran Knightley, I always like. And uh, I can't remember who else was in I'd that. I'd go hot and cold with Kira Knightley. Yeah, her movie. She's she's one of those ones that uh, is is good, but doesn't always pick the right. The, yeah. the, her projects are sometimes a bit. Yeah, sometimes she's a bit of a wet fish. Yeah, like I was going to say, like um, Colin, Colin Firth. Yes, <laughs> we always see like Colin Firth films and think, oh, Jesus, this looks really good. Yeah. You watch it and you think, oh, yeah. I think she's maybe a little bit like the female equivalent to Colin yeah, Firth. Yeah, that'd be about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like her. I think maybe. I like, well, like Colin Firth too, but you know. Yeah, his exactly films right. Are just blah. Yeah. Yeah, but I like I like her probably because of Pirates. I love the Pirates films. Yeah, so I just, you know. Whatever. But I go hot and cold with her. Yeah. 
Oh, there you go. So we watched that one. It was all right. She was good in that. In fact, uh, she's probably my least favourite character in um, Love Actually. Yeah, she's not great in that. She, it's a yeah. really annoying character, yeah. It's just... Ugh. Yeah, it's that really... That's, that's that storyline is just like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so then we watched... Um, oh, we watched one called Richard Says Goodbye. Well, it's known as The Professor yeah. in the States. It was good. Fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. Loved it. Yeah. Got trashed on Rotten Tomatoes. It was like a 10%. Really? Yeah. Oh, like you, you and your cronies. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, it was um, it's like 10% critics. Really? Yeah. Let's have a look. But the... Um, but that the, was enjoyable. I really enjoyed the that. The audience score is huge on it, though. It's like so a it um, 77%. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't surprise no, me. It was really good. Does not surprise me. I think this sort of came out... When did this? 2018? No, so maybe it was a bit early. But so I think. Just so gone. Um, I was going to say, I think it might have came out sort of around the time they were having all that trouble. There was like the court cases and stuff. Yeah. I think maybe it was a bit early for that. I don't know. But I feel like something just, yeah, just tanked, unfortunately. Mm. But I, I loved just, it. I was going to say, that, that, that's where you were, a bit, you were a little bit odd. Why? Because you review it as a fan, yeah. not as a critic. Yeah, I've slid in. I've infiltrated. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you watch you watch a film. You watch a film for what it is. Mm. You don't try and read too much into all yeah. the bullshit. Behind no, exactly. It. Yeah. Some of those reviewers, they're just absolute wankers. Should we have a look at some of the reviews? And we hear, and, and and even these, you know, when we go to to um, screenings and stuff. Yeah. And you get groups of critics and stuff standing yeah. around after the film, just. Banging on about, and we just walk past thinking, you are a wanker. Yeah. Someone on here's called it Drivel. Um, a spectacularly ill-timed movie. So I feel like, I don't know what was happening at the time. Something happened that I feel like has affected how it performed. Yeah, the biggest possibly. the biggest problem with The Professor is one of casting. Uh, the movie makes no sense. From a purely human perspective, I don't know. You always find these movies where maybe the stars maybe got a little bit of controversy around the time they perform poor with with, with critics. Yeah. Uh, but audiences are usually more receptive to go and see a movie with someone in it. Yeah. And you know, it's that art over artist kind of thing. Mm. But anyway, I loved it. I thought it was so good. The byline um, uh, is, or the the synopsis, not even doesn't even have one. Oh, after learning he has six months to leave, a college lecturer transformed into a rebellious party animal. I don't even know if I even said who was in this. Johnny Depp. Mm. Um, to the shock of his wife and school chancellor and the delight of his students, he leads a crusade against authority and hypocrisy. It was good. Really most good of, movie. Most of the, most of the, um, the uh, what do you call it, secondary yeah. cast were, were, were pretty good well, I had too. Zoe Duch in it, yeah. Rosemary DeWitt, Ron Livingston, Danny, Danny Houston. Houston. Yeah, good cast. It was very, it was very good. Enjoyed yeah. it. Really, really, yeah, really, really liked enjoy it. Enjoyed it. It's so worth a, it's worth a look. Seek it out. This is one that we just found on a whim as well. We just What's it was IMDb. Sorry about it. I think it's got like a six five or a seven or something. But this is one at the JB Hi-Fi buy one get one free. We just saw sitting there. We we're like, what's this? I'm like, oh, it looks okay. Yeah, that's right. So we picked it up. It was obviously a. All right, all right, all right. If we picked it up on a whim from JB yeah. Hi-Fi, because we would have looked at the IMDb. And um and and sussed it out. You, what are you doing? Trying to do a search. Should just pull my phone out. It's quicker on my phone to Probably, do a search. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really really enjoyed it. Very 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 good film. And again, one I've not heard of it. Never heard of it. Obviously, just got buried. 
But it's called Richard Says Goodbye in Australia. So if you're in Australia, you want to pick it up, you can find it under the title Richard Says Goodbye. Otherwise, overseas, it's called The Professor. Six, seven. There you go. Six point seven. Yeah. Enjoyed Which it. She's sort of almost in line with uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Hey, the good thing, the good thing about it, I felt like I've I've always said I like Johnny Depp. I like most of his movies, but my biggest problem with him over the last like ten or fifteen years is that he plays the same character over and over again. Yeah, exactly right. And it's like he had this huge popularity with Jack Sparrow. That's like every film after that yeah. is fucking Jack. Well, Willy Wonka's just Jack, Jack Sparrow with, in different yeah, clothes, really. Willy Wonka is Jack Sparrow. You've got uh, Tonto, Jack Sparrow as yep. Tonto, yep. or as I like to say, it's Johnny Depp as starring as Johnny Depp as Johnny Depp. Yeah, uh, but he was very good in this. Yeah, this no, is was, like his good. best performance in a long time. Yeah. You feel like he's actually invested in it. Some he's of like, his, let's do it. more traumatic stuff. This yeah. more traumatic stuff he does is really yeah, very good. It. Anyway, suss it out if you can. Very, very good mm. film. It's worth worth a look. The uh, the other one we watched over the weekend, The King of Staten Island. Loved it. Oh, so Loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved that. Pete, is his uh, name Pete Davidson? Uh, yeah. Um, I've never really been a fan of him. I don't think I'd ever really seen him on much, but but I, I was never really huge on him. I know he did Saturday Night Live. I'm not a big fan of Saturday Night Live, the new stuff. But Sussed Out, of course, is a Judd, yep. Ap- John Apatow film who's yep. never let me down in the past. He does good work. Mm. That's very good work. Yeah. But that's a, that was a really good film. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, very fantastic. Really, really good it's film. It's like a, I didn't realise it. It was like a sort of a like semi-biographical thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really a, quite interesting. Bit a, a bit of a tough upbringing and yeah. stuff. Father passed away during yep. 9-11 attacks. Yep. A firefighter. He was only seven or something at the time. Yeah. Seven or something like that. Mm. So it's, the film is sort of about him. It's sort of about that, about a guy whose father dies in a fire and the way it's affected his the rest of his life. And it's yeah. like sort of semi-autobiographical. Really good. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, so do I. It's really worth, really worth a look. I, really I always say, I always think comedy should not go like a minute over 90 minutes. If I see a comedy that's like two hours, I think, fucking hell, it's too long. Yeah. This is like two and a half hours. But Judd Apatow somehow manages to time and time again deliver these really great, I guess what mm. I would call an epic, like a comedy epic. Yeah, it's like yeah. a really long com- comedic film. Stuff like, uh, like I think this is, uh, what's it called? This is 40, I adored, which is the spin-off of uh, the um, Knocked Up with oh, Paul yeah. Rudd yeah, and yeah. Um, Leslie Mann, who is Judd Apatow's wife, actually. Yeah. Um, and that was... I love that. That was like two hours something as well. He's done a number of comedies which are long over two hours, Judd Apatow, and his works are just terrific. Yeah. Uh, so this is fantastic. But it was obviously Pete Davidson. Did he write? Did Pete, who wrote it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he it was, both of them was, wrote it was together? One of the, he was one of the writers. Um, Judd Apatow, Pete Apatow, Davidson. Pete Davidson, yeah. David Cyrus. Jeez. So there you Cyrus go. Or he so we've got another Pete Davidson film out there. It's called Big Time Adolescence, which I want to check out as well. I don't yeah. really know anything about it, but mm. I'm keen now. Yeah. I know a bit about him. I, I like him. Yeah. And and the, and he's covered in tattoos, and they're yeah. actually his own tattoos. Yeah, I didn't realise that. No, he's mm. – neither did I. I had to go searching and found yeah. out that it was – oh, shit, they are his own tats. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a great film. Yeah, really, so really good. Check good it film. out. Really I don't know why – I think it was one that I was like, oh, I don't know about it, but I don't know why I, why I doubted it because I fucking love Jared Apatow's work. I think yeah, he's yeah. like the best comedic director, writer of of our of our era. Mm. I think he's just mm. terrific. I love his stuff. It's really much like it's re- very much like some of that early eighties 
or late, well, you know, that, that 80s stuff that some of those really great comedic drama films that come out of that period, yeah, yeah. like the Bill Murray's and, yep. you know, those kinds of things. I think it's great. Yeah. Loved it. Really loved it. Yep. No, I totally agree. Television-wise, we haven't had a lot of time to watch TV this week. Cause no, no. We've Not had reality shows have been on that we've been into. They've all finished. Thank Why God. Your mother likes it. That stupid Ninja Warrior. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I know people who are on it. <laughs> exactly right. Um, but fucking hell. Uh, Mike Snow, yeah. who I know, um, I've known for many years. Went to high school with him. Went to high school with him. He's, he's fucking jacked. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's huge. He's massive. Isn't fucking he? hell, man. Jeez, he's big. He's so good. God, he's yeah, big. he's terrific. Um, so I always tune in and I like watch. Like if if I know Mike Snow's going to be on, I'll yeah, tune yeah. in and I'll watch him. Yeah. Um, Georgia Benora, I know as well. I uh, went to school with her as well, and um, I so I always tune in when she's on. Uh, so yeah, so that's all. I, I like kind of peek in. I'm like I'm keen to see how they do, and the rest of it, I'm not that interested yeah, in. Exactly, it's just the same every year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. there's that. That's been on. I kind of just duck out. I, I do my own thing at the time. Watch something else, whatever, and then just poke my head in when mm. one of my mates is on. Um, exactly. What else was I going to say? Yeah, so other than that, Big Brother finished this week finally, so we've now got more time to watch some proper shit. Mm. And I enjoyed that this year. That was good this year, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Danny, well, Danny, you poor bugger. I know. Poor, yeah, Danny <laughs> was the best. He was he was a great player. Mm-hmm. Like he he played that game perfectly. Yeah, I know. Um, but Marley was totally Marley, deserving. Oh, exactly right. Like yeah. I said, Danny was like my favourite the whole time, but I feel like if it had come down to Danny Marley, you'd vote for Marley because he yeah, deserved yeah, the money. He, exactly right. Yeah. yeah, he deserved the win. Uh, he's a struggler. Danny, yeah. Danny's got money, yeah. so he doesn't need it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm sure. But yeah, we, I mean, we hated Danny to start with. Well, you hate him, but it's like, yeah, oh, it was this like, guy's going to be This guy's a, what a wanker. Yeah. But it turned out he was, he he was cool. probably the best character on yeah, it. exactly. Um, anyway, yeah. I'm sure people haven't tuned in to listen to no, reality no, TV no, exactly, talk. Exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, we've got more time to watch stuff. But this week has just been like a write-off between that shit and then the movie we had on the weekend and then uh, whatever else we've I been doing we this week. on Tuesday night. Or that's Tuesday what I mean, night, yeah. Wednesday, oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Tuesday the, night. And... That's what I mean. Black Widow, yeah. Uh, so we've just been out of it. But we did have time, of course. We've been watching Trying, which is Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Just love it. It's my favourite. That we've watched maybe three episodes of that this week. So we've got like two left of the second season. So good. I will keep saying it. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Apple TV, trying. It's a good rom com. Great little, yeah, it's like a 25 minute show. Series. 25 little minutes, easy to watch. Yeah. Knock it out. Yeah, it's good. Done. Um, so that was really it. Other than, of course, we always have to make time for lo- for the Marvel stuff on Disney+. Oh, yeah, Plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Loki episode four was this week. Fuck, yeah. what a, a banger, as the kids these days say. A banger? Yeah, it's a, it's a banger. Ooh. That bangs. It slaps. Oh, God. <laughs> oh it slaps. Yeah. Oh, I'm living in a different time, I know. <laughs> so am I, though. I'm looking at some of these things. I'm like, fucking hell. Slap. So where's that come from? <laughs> I'm at that stage now. I'm maybe it's because it's a knee slapper. Yeah, maybe. Maybe something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, oh, fuck. Oh, that's fucking slaps, man. Oh, I bang. Oh, I bang. That's such a banger. It bangs. <laughs> anyway, I'm at that point now. I'm about to turn 30. I'm like, I'm, even I'm like, fuck, I'm old now. This ling, all this new lingo. I'm like, I'm out of the, yep. I'm out of the loop. I'm out of it. I found out recently, actually, the kids are today won't use emojis. Oh, no, can't use, like, the laughing face emoji. Or it's really? not cool, yeah. 
and there I am, right? like I'm like oh, fucking six laugh emojis in a row. That's funny. <laughs> I'm still using lol and lmao, fucking whatever. I don't think I've ever used lol. Really, I fucking I use it all the time. My my, my, my young, one of my younger brothers does all the time. <laughs> he uses it all yeah, the time. I still use lol. Always lol 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 lol. No, I don't yeah. think I've ever used it. I don't think the kids these days use them anymore. That's not cool. God. So now I've got in. I'm in that age bracket now. Oh, it's I like no. You're a millennial, right? Yes. What's the, what's the next generation? I think it's Gen. Is it Gen Z? No. What's the new? What? I don't know. I don't know what it is. There is a name for it. Because you had Gen X and Gen Y, and then the millennial. I think then millennials. I think the new generation is Gen Z. Born between '97 and 2012. They're currently between six and twenty-four years old, so I just missed out on being uh, well, by a few years. Um, so you got boomers, Gen X, Gen Y, millennials, Gen Z, and then oh, the new one that's yeah. about to come up is Generation Alpha. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to start Greek letters now: Alpha, Beta, yeah, Gamma, Delta, yeah. that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, there you go. So anyway, Generation Alpha. Uh, how many? Just trying to find out. The cutoff for being born in Gen X was nineteen eighty. Gen Y. Oh, Gen Y is millennials. No. Yeah, Gen Y, aka the millennials. So it is Generation Y, but we're called the millennials because we grew up during the millennium. Because see, I always thought you were Gen Gen Y. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Same thing. Right. Gen Y, okay. KK. So obviously the term millennials, is, I think it's only fairly new because it's that way to just like put our generation down. Those fucking kids that grew up during the millennium, those fucking yeah, millennial, millennial dickheads. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Um, 96 was the cutoff and then Gen Z cutoff, they reckon, is about 2010, 2012 and then this new one's called the Alpha. God. Yeah, that's the Greek letter. Yeah. The unofficial namers of generations, marketers, researchers, Cultural commentators and the like have affixed to Gen Z successor, uh, the oldest of whom are on the cusp of turning 10, Generation Alpha label. Uh, so I reckon that's going to be like 15-year cycle there. That's from The Atlantic, an article from The Atlantic right there. So anyway, yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, Loki and... Loki, yeah, how the and, fuck? You, and you started talking about, I was talking about emojis. emojis. And... Where did we get onto emojis? I don't know. I don't know how that started. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, like your mother. She sees something shiny and goes, "Ooh, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell!" I don't even know. What we got a little about. bit sidetracked. Yeah, we did a bit. Um, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Apparently, emojis are not cool anymore. Like uh, the laughing well. emojis, the lol. You can't do that shit. They're like fucking millennials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah, that slaps, that bangs. Loki, that's it's right. a banger. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I yeah, fucking yeah. Take, took us down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> So anyway, Loki. <laughs> so anyway, Loki episode four was truly a banger this week. <laughs> it was <a> terrific. <laughs> it was great. Oh, Very good. A banger wasn't my day. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Let's not go there. <laughs> no, it's a rabbit hole. We don't need to go down. No. Um. So yeah, that was that was that was great this week. I don't want to. I'm really nervous about saying anything too spoilery about these things because I know a lot of people wait for the whole series to do its course and then watch it. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's really hard to avoid the spoilers, though, because it's all over Twitter immediately. And even Disney will start marketing the next week's episode with spoilers from the previous week. Yeah. But I know I've got people on here listening that are trying to avoid stuff, so I find it, I find it hard. But there were some pretty good revelations this week. So block your ears if that's what you're doing. 
Yeah, if I can block your ears, come back in a couple of minutes. Time goes down below. Unless, unless we get in another half No, it was good. There were some good uh, revelations. Got yeah. to see some characters yep. pop in. They were great. That scene, oh, you were kind of dozing in and out. But the scene where they come up, if I can block your ears out there if you're not on spoilers. Um, if the scene with the timekeepers. Yeah, yeah, At yeah. the very end where they yep. finally come up with the timekeepers. Yep. Did you have trouble understanding what they were saying? Yeah, I did. I've heard this from everyone. Yep. I've had at least two or three chats where people are like, hey, did, could anyone hear what the timekeepers were saying? I need to go back and watch it again. Yeah, because you were dozing. I'll watch it again. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, everyone's been saying really fucking hard. So I'm in a, a couple of my chat groups. Someone was like, did anyone have a trouble pro- problem hearing the timekeepers? Like, yeah, absolutely. Then another group was like said the same. And then I spoke to my cousin the other day and um, I said to her, did you have... I was like, could you understand the timekeeper? She's like, fuck no. It's like we had to rewind and put the subtitles on. And she said, the words of my mother, so your um, sister-in-law, she said, what was the point of that? (laughs) Like, why would they do it? Yeah, it was really hard to just, hey, Loki. I'm literally sitting there like, fuck. I didn't even think to rewind and just put the things on. I no. did yesterday. She was like, I've got to go back and see what they're saying. I was like, yeah, I didn't pick any of that up. Go on, I'll have to do it. And it's three characters. All three characters were like, or like, the timekeepers. Oh. Crap. A little bizarre. Anyway. I'll have to go back and do it. And- they might fix the, like the interesting thing about Disney Plus is that because it's such a strange distribution method. They can go back and they can go back and modify the shows, and they have on multiple occasions. Have they really? There was this scene in the Mandalorian where there was a guy. They left one of like the stagehands in it, and he's just this guy in the background wearing <laughs> jeans and a t-shirt, and everyone like dubbed him like jeans guy in the background. And Disney went back and they fixed it. They erased him and just like replaced the episode. And they recently did it with WandaVision. Something came up this week where they've altered the end sequence. You know the end credit scene where. She's in the cabin. Yeah. It's like a big like panoramic shot of the cabin and then she's yep. sitting there and then she walks in. They've added more trees. Oh, really? Yeah, they added more trees. They fixed a couple of little CG things. There was like a little duck swimming in the pond that they took out. God. Yeah, weird. So so, so I reckon the next thing will be fucking go back and fix up the timekeeper's mm, audio. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? So weird. But how weird is that? This day, I mean, like we know George Lucas go went used to go back and do Star Wars every ten years, mm. but you can literally release something now and go fuck. There's a mistake. Go and fix it up, and it's fixed. Mm. That's just this weird distribution method. Like ah, bizarre, crazy. So anyway, Loki four was great. It was good. We watched. I thought Loki three was a bit. Yeah, you were a little bit, really, a little bit slower. Right, but but when you watch this one, it makes sense. It made, exactly to, right. I was going to say yeah. So was it two episodes left there? Yeah, two more. Awesome. Two more to go. Um, we also, uh, again, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. I want to see if I've got an email. Well, oh, I can't say why I can't. I'm sure I can, me. but no, nah, look, I'll just I'll just hang tight on that for a week because they're very like, they're like you can't release anything on this. Yeah. Like, like the Junket interview. Yep. Usually you can release a Junket interview a bit earlier than mm. your review. Uh, they're like, you yeah, know, hard. Yeah. So I'm very nervous. So anyway, something that's coming up on Disney Plus soon we watched and but I won't even say what we thought about it, but it's coming up. That's right. You ready for a very special? Oh, that hurt. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, because I, oh. I, I hit the headphones. <laughs> I was a little too loud again. 
again today. Ooh, Deadwood me. update. Yeah, hey, guess what? Finish the series! Yes! Yes! Deadwood is finished! After about 16 years or whatever it's been, we finally got through the oh, whole no, no. series. Oh, thank you, guys. Cut it out. And the best episode was the second last one because the last one was just... That, what the hell? <laughs> we say this every time. Something big God. happens. It's like, yes! Oh, something's happening. What's going to happen next week? And then it's like we fucking nothing happened. the last episode there was going to be a, an all-out war or something and it just nothing. fizzled out. Nothing. Literally nothing. Oh, fucking hell. And Such an opportunity wasted. I said to you, surely they didn't know that they were... How do you... Like, how do... No, no. Not even how do you end a show like that. How do you end a... Like, just a season exactly of right. television. Exactly right. Because they fulfilled that entire season. Even if they didn't know... Even if they didn't have that time to be able to go, oh, we need to wrap it up. The way they ended that season... Yeah, just exactly as, right. just, just as a season of television. I mean, almost every TV series you watch... Yeah. There's a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, cliffhanger or just like a really great final. Exactly act. right. But there was just, just nothing. fizzled out. Nothing. Crap. They obviously didn't know that it was being axed. Yeah, well, I don't think they did, no. Um, so they've just... Which is why, yeah. but which is why I then say, but why end a season like that? Yeah, that's right. Just in general. Even if you, even yeah, if there yeah, was yeah. Deadwood season four after it, why do you end a season like that? Crap. Crap, crap, yeah, crap. Yeah, it was uh, not great. Anyway, we've still got the fucking movie to go, so we're not going to celebrate so that's too next much week. just yet. That's it. That's Deadwood, done. Dead, Deadwood Tuesday. That's done. We'll be done next week. And then week. we've got to get Wacko Jacko, World's Worst Manager, yep. over to watch the movie with us. Self-appointed. Self-appointed manager, yep. World's Worst. And he, he hasn't seen the movie, oh, but he's watched he? the show, yeah. So that's Tuesday night, so is he coming over Tuesday night? Or? I don't know. Should I ring him? Yeah, ring him. <laughs> Okay. See, see, let's see, see if, if I can see if he's around. Let's see if we can get this working this week. Because last time we tried to call someone on a whim, we couldn't get it going through the, through the box. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give it a try again. Give him one. We'll Bluetooth see on. Let's have a look. Connect it to the roadcaster. Connection unsuccessful. iPhone can no longer connect to the roadcaster. Okay, forget device and let's repair it. I tell you, this is what happens on live radio. I'm leaving it all in. I don't care. Yeah, well, there you go. It's, that, Shit happens. It. I know. JBL, come on, you bastard. Give me something. There we go, Roadcaster Pro. Oh, it's ticking away. Oh, we're connected. Connected, all right. I don't okay. know if he's at work. I don't care. Oh, we'll get him sacked. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won't mind. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, Wanko Jacko, where is he? There he is. Let's see if it comes through the deck this time. Hope so. Okay, it says Roadcaster Pro. Calling. Calling, I don't hear it. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's working. It's working. Good. Hello. 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 You're on the Daily Down Under podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? I'm going good. How are you guys going? We're well, going well, thank you. Are you at work, mate, or what? No, no, no. No work. No, uh, no work. Fair enough. Bugger. Hoping to get you sacked. <laughs> but we, didn't, we, we, don't, we don't want to do you a favour. Yeah. I, I have to – well, actually, I was going to ask you something, but before that, I know everyone out there is wondering about the stickers. What the fuck is going on with the stickers? <laughs> Pretty sure I told you, let's have a meeting, and you were like, yeah, okay, 
no worries. Yeah. And then we went into lockdown. And then that I is s- exactly- but I saw you last week. Yeah. And I said was- to you then, what's happening with the stickers? And you, Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Fucking hell. Anyway, what I'm actually asking you, what, what I'm calling you about, but anyway, a little kick in the pants there, manager. Okay, Get the stickers. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because people want people want the stickers. Yeah. Okay. But we are calling you because we finished Deadwood this week, and we are yeah. we're going to watch the movie next week, and we're just double checking that you're you're still coming to watch Deadwood uh, the course- movie. Of course, I'm coming to watch Deadwood the movie. I wouldn't. <laughs> I I wouldn't. I would never not come. All right. Like that, you know. Yeah, you're excited for it. You're excited to see oh, how it all boy. ends. I am. I am way more excited <laughs> for this than I am to see your uh, your weakest link performance. Let me tell you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've moved on from that. We don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> um, hey, tr- fucking drag Tim along. He's never watched an episode of the show, but it'll be brilliant. Love to see what he uh, what he thinks Just about. To- it. Get, get his take. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd I'll love see, to hear. I'll see what I can do. All right. I'll see what I can no, do. You, I'll try s- and bribe him with one of your stickers. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You've seen the whole. You saw the, se- the whole series, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Seen him a couple of times. How, how, yeah. how, how, a couple of times. How, how did you? How did you reckon the uh, the series finished off in that, that last episode? Oh no, I was not. I was not happy with it. Yeah. No. <laughs> we, we were just saying. Yeah. We were just saying how shit it was. In, like the, in the fact, episode. I was, the episode before was fantastic. It was really good. Mm. And we thought, oh, it looks like yeah. it's going to be an all-out war next week. Yeah. And it just fizzled down into shit again. Like it was big opportunity yeah, and lost. I, I think especially with Deadwood, the se- the series finales in general just haven't oh. been like, you know, yeah, the, right. at the end of each season, they've just been like, oh, well, I guess <laughs> it's just, <laughs> well, you the, know, all, all a bit strange. The, mm. the end of the first season wasn't bad because that, that, that gave a bit of promise that it was going to, yeah. you know, really fire up in the second season and it just went, Bleh. Yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I'm excited for it. I'm definitely excited Good. for the movie. Awesome. We're excited too. We'll fire up the popcorn machine again and have some more popcorn. Since we didn't die yeah. last time from it, <laughs> from that shit that's been sitting in there for three years. We're still in date, thankfully. We're all here to tell the tale. Nothing in it to go off. So. I know. Anyway, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. And get to those stickers. Get it happening. Take it easy. Take it easy, Dave. Take it easy, old mate, Rick. Thanks, I'll mate. I'll see you on Tuesday. See, oh, buddy. see you then. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, there we go. Okay, we've got uh, Wacko Jacko, World's Worst Manager, is coming over to watch uh, Deadwood with us. Deadwood the movie. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Disconnect that from my phone now just in case. Who knows it's going to happen. So there we go. We got Dead with the Movie coming up this week and then we can finally celebrate. Fucking hell. Hey, if he's, if he's not working, we might get him on the show next week. He can join yeah. us and talk about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll float good. that by him. Yeah. Yeah. Ring him back. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit. So this, uh, th- we've ended June. We're in July now, and for once, I've not forgotten that I need to do my letterbox wrap for the month. Oh. Okay. So letterbox wrap for June is really nothing that exciting. I watched forty-two months in June. Sorry, I watched five, five, forty-two months. <laughs> yeah. In June. Shit. It's a long oh, month, guys. Ooh. It's a long month in lockdown. Watch 42 movies in June, which is one shy of the month before where I watched 43 movies. Now, that month was the second highest month I've had all year, so I could have equaled it with June, but I didn't. Yeah. If I realised, I probably could have, like, squished an extra one or two in there. Um, 
but I didn't. Of course, the best one of the year so far is January. 59 films. You won't top that this year. I don't think so. Uh, we've watched... Well, I've watched 257 total this year so far. <sighs> yeah. That's about uh, 400 hours or so. No, actually, it breaks it down, man. Does it? Yeah, if you look on Letterboxd, it breaks it down. I saw it yesterday and thought, fuck, what am I doing with my life? Okay, uh, stats. Um, here we go. Uh, 2021. 470 hours Ooh, so far this year. Geez. Yeah, yeah. How much was last year, man? Because last year we, I watched 565 movies and total was over 1,000 hours, 1,020 hours. Jeez. What am I doing with my life? That's, what am I doing? Uh, that's uh, 20. That's. No. Um, yeah, 25. That's about 20. No, I can't be right. Why? Yeah, that's about 25 weeks, working weeks. Just constantly watching. Of shit. watching. Fucking. What a life. So 40 hour weeks. Beautiful. I love it. So anyway, um, there's been no change on the director. The number one director is still Jay Oliver at six, who is one of the DC animated film directors. I've stopped watching them for a bit. Justin Lin, of course, from Fast and Furious Mm -hmm. uh, franchise, he's slid into second spot um, with five movies Mm. because we watched a shitload of Fast and Furious. We watched all of them. Yeah. Uh, there's been no change to the actors. Jean-Claude Van Damme is still up there, number one, tied with Andrea Romano from, again, the DC films. Uh, but Paul Walker has slid in at number two with eight films. Ooh. And then we've got Vin Diesel, Ludacris, Sung Kang, Jordana Brewster. They're all on seven. <laughs> so, Jeez, I wonder what they were in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, that's the letterbox wrap for this month or last month. So we're going to outdo it this month, July. It's going to be a big month. Can't wait. Mm. I promise. Well, I'm not going to make any promises. No. So this week we hopped on down to the cinema. Oh, got on our horse. In the jam down factory. There. Yeah, down the jam factory. Got some jam and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was actually a jam I factory. I think it was because it's an old building. It's like brick, an yeah. old brick building. It must be heritage listed. 1800s or something I think yeah. it was built. There you go. I did eighty something. Yeah. So anyway, we went to the jam factory to see Black Widow. We talked about it before. Let's talk about what we thought about the movie now. What did you think about Black Widow? I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to. No. Because she's not really one of my characters. Mm. Um, but it was good to see that sort of story where she sort of disappeared to between what was it? End, uh, Civil War, Civil Infinity War, War, Infinity War. Yeah. Because, yeah. of course, you know, as we all know, she doesn't, doesn't survive Infinity War. So mm-hmm. you sort of, and then she goes disappearing after Civil, Civil War. Yeah. Um, and you find out where she's been and what she was doing. And yeah. It was actually really good. Yeah, I thought so. I've always said, like, I never thought, like, there were there are characters that I feel like hold their own in a film. And there are characters that I've always been like, I don't know if they would do that well in a solo film. Black Widow is one of them. Hawkeye is another one of them. Even the Hulk, to an extent, is another one because his movies are always like a little bit iffy. And there are these characters that I always feel like they're not going to work by themselves. And I think Marvel realised, and maybe that's why they put off doing a Black Widow movie for so long, is because they know that this is a character that needs that ensemble 
to surround them to help boost them. And they made this an ensemble piece. It's not really, Mm. though it's a solo film, they kept that idea of it being an ensemble film with with all the other characters that surround her and all the better for it. Yeah. One, one, actually, one thing I one thing I thought about while while we were watching it was there was that there was that period a few years ago mm. where every um, just about every film that came out that had a female lead didn't do well. Yeah, they yeah, decided yeah. they were never going to do one of the female right, lead yeah, again, yeah. and then they've gone back yeah. and, and you've got and you've got this one and it's Gross it's going to do well. It's oh do yeah. Well. Well, in pandemic terms, it'll do well. Oh, exactly. Yeah, well, that's right. I think this would have been. I think this would have broken a. It could have got very close to breaking a billion dollars. Probably. Uh, Black of uh, Captain Marvel. What did Captain Marvel make? This is pre-pandemic. Well, so that's another one with the yeah. female lead as well. You know, and and well, know? we're talking like good films. We're talking like two thousand, probably like two thousand five six, where yeah, there was a string of these female-led movies. That just absolutely tanked at the box yeah, office. Like, right. We're yeah. not doing them. Studios didn't want to touch female-led films, and they're doing it now. Yeah, Black. Uh, sorry, uh, Captain Marvel was one point one two billion. Sorry, one point one two eight billion dollars. So Black Widow would have smashed it. Oh, for sure. Black Widow should have been the first female-centric solo film the MCU. I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. So I think Black Widow would have done absolute. Would have slapped. Mm. Would have. Would have just done. <laughs> would have done gangbusters. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Of course, you've got theater option, but it's on Disney Plus with Premier Access as well. Right. They haven't been releasing the Premier Access numbers, but who knows if it does? Who like, knows? This is the first You'd Marvel. This is the first Marvel movie that's going Premier Access. So yeah. I think this the Marvel is, fans are pretty diehard. Yeah, I was going to say this is the kind of movie oh, cool. where people will slap down the money for it. Mm. They won't go. Well, I have to pay thirty dollars to watch Premier Access. They'll watch it because yeah. if I can watch it, you can watch it more than once too. Exactly right. Yeah. Until, when you do that, yeah. So, so I think I think it'll do well. I think it's going to do well, and it is a great. It's a great movie. I, it was one that I was I've been looking forward to, but not being like like overhyped over. Yeah, I was and the I, same. I think uh, even obviously the the because it's been delayed a year uh, that put a damper on the hype. But I think even before that, I was like, "This is going to be great," but it's not one I'm like really. Really looking forward to. It. I don't know why. I think just because. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but it's just. I loved it. Loved it so much. Yeah. So good. It was just completely. But maybe even I said this in my review. Maybe going into something like this without that expectation makes it better. Well, it was like Iron Man, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, well yeah, in, yeah. We went in not expecting yeah. much from it at all because mm-hmm. we didn't know the character that well. Yeah. But it's turned out that's one of my favourite. Yeah, the whole series, the whole. How many? You know? How many times do you go into a film and you're like, "Fuck yes, it's gonna be the greatest thing." Ever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah exactly over hype, right. and, and you, you watch it, and think, oh, just oh, falls a bit short. Shit. Yeah, or it just doesn't live up to that hype. You know? Yeah, exactly. So right. anyway, you loved it. I loved yeah, it. I'm it was glad really, you enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I did. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so and fun. it's good to see them using female leads again. Yeah, exactly right. They're, they're, because they're, they're so great. They've got the guts to go and do. You know, I love my the female superhero characters. It's just fucking so fun. Yeah, like Captain Marvel. I love. I love just even like um, she was there on the the other night. Too. She, yeah, there was a there yeah. was a um, what do you good, call it? Really so, good costume. Yeah, yeah, fantastic it's cosplay. That's what I was yep. looking for. Um, who who was going to say like Valkyrie from Thor? I'm so excited yeah. to see uh, because in the next Thor you're going to get uh, Jane Foster, Natalie Portman's character. She's yep. going to come back and be the the uh, Lady Thor. Would have just the mighty Thor they call her. Fuck, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Mm. And then uh, female Loki is great. 
they're going to do the hot yep. toy. I'm going to yep. have to buy the hot toy. Oh, and because that's happening, unfortunately, I'm going to have to buy a Loki as well because I have a Loki. <laughs> so, stop buying that shit. <laughs> one day. Yeah. One day. So anyway, yeah, that was great. Enjoyed it. Had fun. Yeah, it was good. Didn't, didn't enjoy it. Well, I'll quickly, I will quickly, actually, there was something else I was going to briefly talk about that happened this week that I wanted to do like a little review. I was going to put it in there and I forgot. What did we watch? What review did I release this week on the channel? Oh, I don't know. Oh, Monsters at Work. Yeah. I don't need right. to spend too much long talking about it, but we watched Monsters at Work, what, three, two episodes? Two, yeah, two. What did you think about it? That was okay. It was okay. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Monsters University or... Inc. Inc or whatever it was called, yeah. Mm. Um, but it's just the TV version of that. Yeah. And I, and, and I, and I like those. I like... I like you know, monster those monsters yeah, yeah. ink films. So the series was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It obviously doesn't. It's not being done by Pixar, so it's not quite it's to not that quite level. That quality. Uh, the animation's not uh, what you would expect from a film. No, but no. I found I, the interesting thing. Look back at the original Monsters Inc. and the animation's very primitive on it. It's one of Pixar. It's like Pixar's fourth movie, I think. Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story Two, Monsters Inc. So even the animation is still very primitive. Two thousand one, it's great, good yeah, animation, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. still just very. It's like early. Yep. And I feel like the series, ha- because of its lower budget, has had to strip back on the animation, and it looks visually similar yeah, to what the film yeah, looks like. It does. As a result, I think it yeah. just wor- it works well because yeah. it looks like you can go straight from that original film into. Yeah. It's not that jarring thing like you go from Revenge of the Sith to a New Hope, mm. <laughs> where it's yeah. like you know that thirty. 20 years yep. difference. And it's enjoyable. Yes, it's enjoyable. It's fun. Yeah, Great characters. I'll watch the rest of it. Yeah, Mike and Sally were in it more than I expected too. Oh, yeah, exactly yeah. right. I thought they were just going to like pop up every now and then. And, you know, Rolls and... Yeah, yeah. All the, all the old Celia, characters. Celia, the, one, yeah. the, the yeah. what do you call it? The Medusa. Snakeheads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Even though I loved that just all the little throwbacks to the... Because this is set like a day after the original movie. Oh, is it? Yeah. So it starts, remember, it just starts as yep. they've learnt to, they've switched from scares to laughs. That's right. So it starts yeah, like the day after. Right. Mike yeah. and Sally are now put in charge and all that. Uh, I just a little throwbacks to the movie. So it's almost like because the day after you get throwbacks to things that you saw at the end of the film or like that uh, character, George Sanderson, you know, when they have, when the kid first escapes and they had to send that SWAT team in and they put him in the big cone yep. and they like strip yep. all his hair off. Yep. And then in this series, you just see him every now and then just walking around just like with no <laughs> hair, he's got the cone on. So it's these great little sight gags. Yeah. So if you're a fan of those, of the shows, of the movies, it's good, it's good, it's enjoyable. Enjoy it. uh, it's very much a kid's thing, obviously it's a kid's show, but I feel like it's got enough there for oh, there's enough the there older for fans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so check it out. Uh, so, yeah, I did do full reviews for both Monsters at Work and Black Widow um, on the on my YouTube channel. You can go and check them out, the full things, if you want a little bit more in-depth thoughts. Monsters at Work lands on Disney Plus this Wednesday, July 7th, uh, so that'll be available. And Black Widow uh, is out on, oh, geez, what date is it? It's out on the 9th in theatres and on Disney Plus over in the States and here in Australia it opens on the 8th in theatres and the Disney Plus on the 9th. Mm. So there you go. Very exciting. I think there's early screenings on the 7th, on the night of the 7th here 
as well. They don't do them in America anymore. Those like late night screenings. No. I think after like all the shootings and stuff that happened, I think oh, they yeah, they maybe. banned them. Yeah. So that sucks. Anyway, quick sponsor highlight. Of course, Random Space Media. If you've been listening, you know who these guys are. They're fantastic. Developing a bunch of sort of semi-exclusive releases. Some are exclusive. Some you can find at JB. But they partnered with like Universal, Sony Pictures, Home Entertainment, Disney, a few other um, the distributors to put together these. Uh, these great releases of titles that normally wouldn't get wide releases on the Australian market. Uh, the code that I had for that has expired now. Uh, that did very well. A lot of you went out and you bought shit from Random Space well with done. a code, which is awesome. Very well done. Thank you so much for supporting the guys. Again, wasn't an affiliate code. I got nothing no. out of it, uh, but you're helping to support another fantastic distributor on the local market. Uh, and hopefully we're going to get lots more releases from them. But they've just done, they've just released a whole bunch of stuff this week. I think they're sending them over, but I haven't got them yet. So I'll cover them in a video. But just to let you know, if you want to head over and check them out, uh, they've released French Exit on Blu-ray, which is a new film with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. It only got a DVD release on wide release. So if you want to get the Blu-ray, you got to go to randomspacemedia.com. They've just released a world-exclusive release of Jumanji The Next Level in 3D. Ooh. It didn't get a 3D release anywhere in the world. Didn't it? No. So they've picked up this exclusive 3D of it. They've also just released uh, 4K plus 3D plus 2D combo packs of Venom and Into the Spider-Verse, which we got uh, shafted on back when they were first released. They put them out over in the States, the 4K plus 3D plus 2D. And now we're finally getting them through Random Space Media. And they've also just done a Jumanji four film collection, which includes the three Jumanji films and Zathura, oh, which awesome. has been out of print for a long time. Zathura awesome. on Blu-ray. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that was because we had trouble getting that too, didn't we? Yeah, I haven't got it. I have a DVD of it. I think I knocked off from Nan. It's actually a film collection. I think it's got the original Jumanji and Zathura in it. It's oh, downstairs yeah, in a box, yeah, so I, think, I can yeah. sneak it back in there now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get my hands on that. So, yeah, so uh, go and check them out. They've released some great stuff. My code for kicks.com.au is still, um, is still what do you call it? Active. Active until uh, September. September. You can use Dave15 at checkout to get 15% off an order. Uh, this is, of course, I've teamed up with them in celebration of Indiana Jones, full movie collection on 4K, ultra high definition Blu ray, which is gorgeous. Highly recommended. Uh, but you can get by anything on their site. That includes pre-orders, sale product. Just use Dave15 and get your 15% off over there. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Again, that's not an affiliate code. I get nothing out of it. Just go over and, and support some yeah, cool. a great team. So let us, we didn't do this last week, but this week we are back to do another edition of Shite or All Right. All right, all right, all right. All right. There you go, beautiful. This is, of course, the game that we like to play where we pull up a title, we each pull up titles on IMDb and read the synopsis to each other, no spoilers, no character names, no title, nothing like that. Just read the synopsis and the other person has to decide whether they think it's... or... All right, all right, all right. Now we determine whether a movie is... Uh, we, we each get a point each for getting it correct, if we get it correct, and we determine uh, whether a movie is shite or all right, depending on the score that it has on IMDb. That's right. So we always have assumed that anything that's under a five is usually pretty... Under a six. Under a six, so it's usually pretty... Uh, and everything that is over a six... All right, is watchable, all right, all right. Pretty watchable. So we figure anything that is zero to 5.9 lands in 
the shite category, anything that is six and above. All right, all right, all right. And, and we've used that we've used that for years as yeah, a yeah. as a way of buying our DVDs, yeah. Blu-rays and whatever. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, so this last week we missed out on the game, but we did get uh, the week before we did a game, and Jeff, of course, our mate Jeff B. I was just about to say our sp- official scorekeeper. Yes, he's he wrote in after the last round that we did to keep the score and to keep on top of everything. He made it look even better. He's updated the uh, what do you call it? The spreadsheet. Yep, looks nice. It's great. He's even added in there. He added something else to it this week. I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah. All right. So anyway, I'll, I'll touch on that in a second. So I'm currently winning. It's fifteen to eight in my favour. Bastard. Yeah, uh, you are on a deficit of two questions, though. Somehow you've missed out on answering two questions. Yeah, uh, well. So we've got to pick that up at some point along the way. Could boost you up a little bit, hopefully. Um, and this is the thing he added yeah, this I'll week. Think. You could. You can get that. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. You've answered. Um, I have answered first six times, whereas you have answered first three times. Oh. Yeah, so that's the new thing that he's added to the, the spreadsheet okay. this week. So we'll start with you this week. All right. Now, this week, usually we pick them ourselves, but we've had a lot come in from um, some listeners, viewers out there. So we're going to pick, I think, what are we going to do? We're going to do one from each person. Yeah, we'll start. We'll do one from each, do one each from him. Yeah. We'll do one each from him and one each from him. Okay. Have you pulled them up? No, I no, haven't. So you're going to pull on that. So let's go. Um, you're going to answer first, right? Yeah, you're uh, going to answer first. Yeah. So I'll take the f- I'll take the first one from each line, and you and take, take the, the second second one. second one from each line. Okay. All right. So I'm going to pull this first one up right here. This one has been sent in by listener Tyson Turner. So thank you for sending. Thanks, Tyson. Thanks for sending these in, Tyson. So we are going to have a look. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Are you ready? Or are you you? Well, I'm just trying to pull up the first one. Pull up the first one. Okay, you've got the first one. Okay, I've got one for you here now. Yep. All right, this one here. A police officer faces a personal meltdown following a diverse... A diverse... A di- fucking start that again. A police officer faces a personal meltdown following a divorce and the death of his mother. Police officer. Mm. Personal meltdown following a divorce and the death of his mother. Um... That sounds like it's going to be like a tripe. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think that really appeals to me. We're allowed, of course, I always forget to mention this, but we're each allowed an assist, which Mm. is we can either tell you, like, who's in it or whatever. Mm. But you don't want to use your assist? You think it's going to be a shite? Yeah, the synopsis just doesn't appeal to me. Okay. I'd I'd read the back of that. All right. This can go. Yeah. Uh, All right. So you'll lock that in. Yep. And I'm going to say it is. All right. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. I'm down terrible. Again, down again. Yeah. God. This one is called Thunder Road. It oh. stars Jim Cummings, who you probably recognize. We've seen him in a few things. This guy. Oh, yeah. 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 He was in. Um, what was he in recently? Oh, he was in Captain America. Oh, he did visual effects for Captain America the Winter Soldier. Oh, there you go. Uh, but I, we've seen him in a few things. Yeah. It's not the – there's another Jim Cummings that I'm sure listeners, viewers of mine will know who's a voice actor, right. very well-known voice actor, yep. does a lot of Disney stuff, Winnie the Pooh, etc. Not him. It's a different guy. And, uh, yeah, so it's called Thunder Road. Hmm. 
And it has a 7.1. Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. Sure. I've, I've heard of it, but we ne- obviously never watched it. He directed it and wrote it as well. Mm. There you go. It also stars eh, not really anyone else that we would know. But there you go. That might be one to put on a list. Yes. Sounds all right. All right. So you're well, going gonna... to sound like shit to me, but... <laughs> Oh, there you go. Wrong. It's a seven. Okay, so I'll do one now from Tyson Turner as well. Okay. So uh, the one from Tyson for you yes. is, this riveting drama tells the true story of two young American Mormon missionaries oh. held captive and brutalised for a week in a remote part of Russia. Jeez, that's heavy. That's pretty heavy, doesn't it? Oh, it does sound heavy. feels like it could be a more recent movie. So drama. You could. I think this could swing either way. This is either going to be one that's really good or one that everyone's like, fuck, that's just so heavy, so horrible. I'm going to guess. I'm going to say it's all right. I'm going to say it's all right. Sounds all right. Sounds all right? Yeah. Sounds all right to me too. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> So you're locking that in? Lock yeah, it in. lock it in. <laughs> oh, no. Only just. Only just. 5.7. Ah. It's called The Saratov Approach. Oh. Um, and it stars nobody we know. Yeah. McLean Nelson, Corbin Allred, uh, Alex Vidov, mm-hmm. and Nikita, a name I can't pronounce. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so what did I say? Five point, yeah. 5.7. Is that a... Uh, what have you done? I don't know. There you are. Um, just wondering where it was made. Was it an American film or? Should tell you there. I think. Shouldn't it? No, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. US and Ukraine. Yeah, there you go. All right. Mm. Cool. So there you go. So we both got one wrong. Yeah. Oh, well. That's all right. That's all right. Evens it out. Sort yep. of. Well, no, no progress on your end, but it's still... Well, it doesn't even it out. It's no. You're still bloody miles ahead. All right, I'm going to give you one now from Anthony Fisher, who, of course, writes in all the time. Thank you, Anthony. Um, I am going to get rid of that. So we'll get rid of both of them. You'll take the second one from him. Yep. So, okay. It's a modernization of... Oh. Okay, you won't. I don't, you, you won't know what it is from this, but it's a modernization of Charles Dickens' classic story. It finds the hapless Finn as a painter. You're not supposed to read names, but you won't know it. Uh, the hapless Finn as a painter in New York City pursuing his unrequited and haughty childhood love. So it's a modernization of, of a Charles Dickens' classic story that finds the hapless Finn as a painter in New York City pursuing his unrequited and haughty childhood love. Hmm. Well, Dickens new usually his stories are usually pretty good. Mm. I want to say that's all right. You say it's all right. Yeah, it's sort of. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's all right. Final answer. No, no assist. Shit. No, I'm gonna say it's shot. You gonna say it's shot? Sure. Shot. Yeah, because it sounds like it's a bit. Yeah, it sounds like a bit of a wet fish. Oh, all right. Me. So that's it. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah. All right, it is. All right, oh. all right, all right. <laughs> Should have stuck with Should've it. Should have stuck with it. Should have stuck with it. <sighs> yeah, this is a modernization of Great Expectations uh, that was made in 1998. It stars Ethan Hawke, Gwyneth Paltrow, 
Hank Azaria, Chris Cooper, Anne Bancroft, Robert De Niro, Kim Dickens, and uh, yeah, that's about. Oh, I had Lance Reddick, who keeps popping up in movies. Peter Jacobson, heaps of people in it. There you go. It's uh, six point eight. Bugger. Yeah, man. Bugger. Always go with your gut. <sighs> that's a big gut. Yeah. Um, okay. I might so, check. That. I gotta check that out. I wonder if I can get that. Keen on that. Soon find out. Let me have a look. I'm looking now on Blu-ray.com. <laughs> Great expectations. No. No, it hasn't been released anywhere. That sucks. I do have a version of it, though, but the version that was made in, like, uh, 1946. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Has there been... Oh, and a new one. Has there been many remakes of that? Yeah, there's one in 2000, 2012. Well, here there was one that was made in 2011, which was a PBS adaptation. There's a 2012 version, which we own. There's a 1974 version, a 1998 version, which was that one, and the 1946 version. Mm. There you go. Quite a few. Bugger, I should have stuck with it. Should have stuck with it. My first gut was that it was yeah. a Dickens, so it would have to be. Anyway. He's a master. Okay, so here's one for you from Anthony Fisher. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, so obviously Anthony sent him one for each of us. Yes. Okay. Um, let me quickly read that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't think there's anything that'll that'll give it away. I don't okay. think you'll probably know anybody. Any? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Helen's husband died tragically. Oh. That's it. No, Helen's oh. husband. <laughs> Helen's husband died tragically. She's seeking her satisfaction somewhere in a little Irish village. She begins to paint again and meets uh, meets with a restorer who works on the local railway station building. They fall in love very slowly, but their pasts shade the close connection. Sounds familiar, but I don't know if I have seen it. Okay. Sounds That sounds like I may have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know whether you have or not. I haven't seen it. The first thing I thought of was a movie called Big Eyes, but that's not it. That has Amy Adams, Christoph Waltz. Great movie, but that's not it. Um, oh, I think it's going to be... Oh, it sounds really pretentious too, and it could be like really. Good. Everyone's like, "It's so good," and or it could be just crap. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a swing, and I'm gonna say it's shit shite. Lock it in. Yeah, lock it in. Lock it in. in. Yeah, and it is. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. It's called the Railway Station Man. Oh, made in '92. Oh, got a six point two rating on IMDb, and stars Julie Christie. Oh. Donald Sutherland, oh. John Lynch. Interesting. And a few others you'll know. Oh, there you go. Ingrid Craigie. Hmm. So, yeah, so... Uh, oh, well, there you go. Niall Cusack. I wonder if there's any relation to... Probably. There's heaps of them. <laughs> there's a few of them around, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, so... That uh, doesn't sound great. Yeah, but... But it's 6.2, it's, uh, so it might be watchable. All right. It's an all right. Yeah. Um, I was actually, I should have said actually that the Great Expectations one was directed by Alfonso Cuaron, who has done some terrific shit. Children of Men, Gravity, and he also did uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which I think is like the best one. Right. Uh, so there you go. Well, so that I, one I just read was Michael White. Don't know him. Don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I have to see that Great Expectations. Thank you for putting this on my radar, Anthony. I'm sure that's something I've probably heard of over the years, but. Yeah, slipped me. 
I've got to check it out. I love my Dickens. But railway station, man, there you go. So mm. now there's one more each, right? So we're going to take one each from Sam B. Yep. Who's written in I'll again. I'll take the second one. Take the second, I'll take the first one. I think the second one, I think the one that you have is a favourite of Tim and Jackson, I believe. Oh, that's going to give it away for you. No, no idea. I don't know what those two like half the time. Yeah, oh, exactly. okay. I've got a good one for you. Okay. Oh, there's a name here. So I'm going to just, I'm going to uh, fucking, what do you call it? Not say the name. Okay. The fearless warrior, blank, sets out to avenge her family's murder and rid her kingdom from the tyrannical rule of evil, evil queen, of the evil queen. Go again. Hmm. The fearless warrior, something, sets out to avenge her family's murder and rid her kingdom from the tyrannical rule of the evil queen. Sounds like something might have a bit of a following. Sounds like something like Zelda or something like that. So I want to say it's all right. You say it's all right. Well, I don't think it'll be all right, yeah. but I reckon it'll have an all right rating. Do you want to? You don't want an assist on it. You give me an assist. You want the assist? Might as well. All right. In the lead role, you've got Bridget Nielsen. Yep. And in the uh, in ex, the uh, ex uh, wife of um, Stallone, I think wasn't she? Oh, Nielsen? maybe. Might have been. And the supporting role. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, so it's going to have a bit of a cult following. You're so I'm going to say it's going to be all right. I can tell you that it does have a cult following, certainly. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sam, stop doing it to me, mate. <laughs> this, uh, this is actually a. Uh, it's called Red Sonia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Red yeah Sonya, I know it. Yeah, I which know is that. like, it's yeah. like they kind of off the back of how good the Conan movies yeah, did. They did Red Sonia. Right. Uh, and he's in there, not as Conan. I thought he was Conan, Conan in it, but he's someone no. called Calidor. But yeah, there was sort of off that back of it's like a female Conan. Yeah, there you go, Red Sonia. That's got a five point one. That surprised me too. Yeah. I thought they would yeah. have a high rating. Well, because of the following, it just sounded like they have a cult following. And yeah, and normally with a cult following, they've got high rating. good ratings, but yeah. they're crap films. Yeah, nineteen eighty five. Obviously, a crap film with a crap rating. Yeah, <laughs> nineteen eighty five. That one is. Oh, so there you go. go. Has they, have either of us got one right tonight? No. Nope. 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 All right, so here we go. Let's uh... hope you get this one wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. There's so, another one from Sam B. Yeah, and this is a Wacko Jacko and Tim favourite apparently. Oh, well, there you go. We shouldn't have told you that. Um, <laughs> uh, space Marines are sent to investigate strange events at a research facility on Mars but find themselves at the mercy of a genetically enhanced killing machine. Sorry, of genetically enhanced killing machines. Could be Starship Troopers. Not that I know if Tim and Jackson like that, Wacko Jacko. But it sounds like Starship Troopers. I've never watched it. Go to Mars. Ah, fuck. I'm going to say it's all right. Again, it sounds like one of those things that is all right. I don't know. I'm going to say all right. You're going to say it's all right? You don't yeah. want your assist or anything? No, I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna just fucking go in. Go in feet first. Yeah, jump all in. Yeah, and you're saying it's all right. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> we both fucked up today. <laughs> it is Doom. Oh, Doom. Yeah, Shit. 2005. Right. Is this the one with the rock? It's the one with yeah. the rock. <laughs> so it's got it's got Carl Urban, Rosamund <sighs> Rosamund Pike, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Ben Daniels and a few others. Oh, there you go. 
the Doom. Never watched it. Yeah, so there you go. Well, there you go. Oh, well, neither of us got one right today. No, no. A complete bust. Yep. From three titles. Thank you to everybody who sent one in. Of course, uh, Tyson, Anthony, and Sam. And, uh, of course, if anyone out there has any uh, Shadow rights to send in, please do. Again, they can be obscure. They can be well-known. They can be shy. They can be all right. Just send in some things you think might trip us up. Yep. And, and uh, they all did today. And they all did today. There and we still, and we've still got a few there from Tyson Yeah, yeah Tyson, as well. Tyson sent in a shitload. So, Tyson, we will get to the rest of yours throughout uh, the next few shows. So you you keeping us good for, for a couple of weeks there. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, thanks guys. Thank you, guys. So anybody else got them, yeah, send them in. send them in. Um, we usually do the news at the end. There's not a lot of news this week. There's one interesting thing that has come up, which is the Directors Guild of America... Obviously, they were getting a bit shitty that uh, all these movies were going to HBO Max exclusively or, you know, day and date with theatres. Yep. And they have reinstated uh, what is called the theatrical first run rule to be eligible for the top prize at the Directors Guild of America oh, okay. awards. So their statement says the uh, the DGA, National Board, at its recent meeting unanimously approved reinstating its requirement of an exclusive theatrical run for the Guild's top award to be eligible for the outstanding directorial achievement in theatrical feature film. Uh, films released after June 15, 2021 must have an exclusive theatrical run of at least seven days prior to any other exhibition. Mm. Uh, so under the rule, which was first introduced in 2019, feature films released throughout, uh, through other distribution platforms on the, the day and date as they premiere in theatres are not eligible for the DGA Theatrical Feature Film Award. They temporarily suspended the rule for its most recent awards due to the pandemic, uh, but they're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. They said, after over a year of darkness, theatre marquees lighting up across our nation have been a welcome sight for our healing communities. We celebrate the return of the important role that theatrical cinema plays in bringing together audiences as they collectively experience films as the filmmakers intended them to be viewed. Oh, good. Yeah. So this dis- good. this disqualifies one of Warner Brothers' massive films that's coming up soon called Dune. This is like a massive one. So it's yeah. going to disqualify Dune, mm. which has been directed by, and I can never I, I can never pronounce this guy's name, Denny... Uh, De- have a look if that's if that's who it is. I think, yeah, De- Denny Villeneuve. I think his name you pronounce. I could be completely wrong, uh, but he did. Um, he did a couple of ones that, uh, well, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Arrival, Sicario. So he's done some good stuff. So yeah, it'll discount that one. It'll also discount uh, Clint Eastwood's next film called Cry Macho, and whatever other movies are supposed to be coming out day and date. Interesting thing. Do you reckon this will affect any other awards? I wonder if the Oscars will start clamping down on shit like this as a way to force studios to favour that theatrical distribution. Well, they have awards for well, like you eligible you awards. Sorry, you're you're eligible for awards for streaming platforms and stuff too, aren't you? Yeah, that's why well, that's so how's that gonna work? Well, so if you, they if they say it has to have a if it has to have a theatrical release. Well, actually, and the the uh, the Oscars rule currently is that the film has to have like a three week theatrical run to be eligible for the Oscar, but it doesn't specify whether it's before or after it goes on streaming. It just specifies that they right. have to have a theatrical run. 
Right. So it'll be interesting to see if they all start implementing these. It has to go to theatres first if you want to be eligible for an award. Jeez, I don't know. Mm. Because then the, then really, like with streaming platforms, they have to have a separate set of awards for that. Because none of that goes to theatres. Well, it does. That's what I'm saying. The streaming movies have to have a theatrical run to be eligible for an award in the first place. But what about the exclusive films that are exclusive they have to streaming? To go, they have to have a theatrical run. Also, they'll be all anything that's that it's original, like Apple mm-hmm. or whatever, won't be eligible. Will it? Well, that's what I'm saying. So currently, yeah. anything that's original to Netflix, Apple, Disney Plus, whatever. Yeah. Currently, with the Oscars, it has to have like a three week theatrical run to be eligible for an award. Yeah. But they don't specify whether it's before or after. Some of these movies have actually had like a very small window before the the streaming release. Mm. So stuff like I think um, uh, Mank and yeah. Roma, I believe, went to cinemas briefly before Netflix. Well, Roma did because that was on. A, it was on here, yeah. Roma, but mm-hmm. it was only only and Mank as well. They really did the same minor thing. cinemas. Yeah. It wasn't. So, so again, they if you want to be eligible for an award, you have to have that theatrical run. But it'll be in. Oh, pardon me. It'll be interesting to see if they now add that stipulation, which is you got to be in theaters first. Mm, okay. Interesting. Mm. But particularly when you got big studios releasing movies day and date, this would be the way, especially if the Oscars put their foot down and goes, yeah, no, you have to go to theatres first, that will be a good way to try to get back into that yeah, rhythm. get back into the groove. But particularly if the DGA is doing it, that's pretty, pretty big too. Yeah, that's Like right. you want a Director's Guild Award. Yeah. Mm. Well, interesting. So yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to keep an eye on. Uh, that's an article James, one of our followers, James, sent through actually. Thank you, James, because that completely mm. missed me. wasn't even Hollywood Reporter didn't report, report really? on it. Variety, none of them reported on it. Just sort of sweep it under the carpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got – oh, let's have a look at a trailer this week, hey? Oh, yeah. Brand new trailer. Yep. Uh, we'll take a look at this. This is for a new film called The Many Saints of Newark, mm. which is subtitled – Soprano story. Oh. oh, let's take a look. Exciting. Antonio Soprano. I wonder if I can talk to you alone for a moment, Mrs. Soprano. On the basis of the Sanford Binet, he's high IQ. You can't prove it by me. He's got a D plus average. Growing up with the family takes a toll. As far as your nephew goes, I'm listening. Stay out of his life. How good does that look? Fuck, I'm so excited. That looks awesome. Uh, Doesn't he look like like the the, the, the young bloke in it? It's. It's actually it's Jan, uh, James Gandolfini's son. Yeah, playing his actual son. Yeah, and some of those shots, you yeah. think it's just James as an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, it's crazy. That looks awesome. So excited! I'm looking forward to that. So excited! He had never. He said he never watched an episode of The Sopranos before. Really? Yeah. So I had to watch the entire series to oh, prep okay. for the role. I suppose he would have been too young. Yeah, probably far too young yeah. to watch it. Yeah. But that looks that looks far more violent than The Sopranos yeah. ever did. Yeah. Well, this is a th- this is a film, so it's going to yeah. theaters. It's going to yeah. theaters and HBO Max. 
Um, but they'll, they'll make a series out of that. Well, yeah, so I'm thinking now. They're probably kicking oh, themselves and thinking, fucking hell, we should have done this as like a limited series. Yeah. Like, yeah that would go huge on like a, uh, well, HBO. Netflix hell. or something, HBO, yeah. Well, we probably would have gone to HBO Max as Warner's. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly would have been right. a huge draw. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know why. Maybe it's just like a small story. They're like, we want to tell a movie, but fuck, it looks good. Oh, I'm there. Yeah, me too. I've got to see that. Yeah. Because there's not been really much in the way of – Good, violent drama yeah, since like, Ray. Well, yeah, 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 true. Like Ray was Ray Donovan. Ray yeah. Donovan was awesome. But even just like the whole gangster, the idea of like the gangster film, the the Italian mob. Yeah, that was, those kinds of movies are like you don't see them anymore. No, like no, Scorsese right. did them to death, and yeah. then no one really wants to touch them anymore. Yeah, and particularly, I mean, Goodfellas, Goodfellas and, and all that yeah. shit that he did that's just so good. Yeah, people are scared to to like touch the genre. Yeah. Man, it looks fucking good. It looks awesome. You've got David Chase back on board, who's the original creator and writer of of The Sopranos, so he's yep. written it. And he he'd been saying for years, "There's no way I'm going back to The Sopranos." Then he'd floated an idea that maybe a prequel could work, but he still wasn't very committal. And then he came up with this idea about um, there were all these race riots in Newark in the 1980s, yep. and he's he was quite young when that happened. His parents were sort of involved somehow or were like it affected them and he thought well that would be a great idea to make a movie and then something triggered that fuck this is how tony soprano becomes tony soprano he melded the two ideas and has done has done this film but that looks so good and looks awesome what what got me right at the end was when the soprano scene kicks in you're like yeah well so i didn't i I knew nothing about it until uh until i was at work on wednesday yeah and a couple of the guys there were talking about Mm. it and they 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 were playing a trailer. I was working away and they played a yeah. trailer and, it, and I could hear it in the background. I thought, oh, geez, what the hell is yeah. going on there, you know? <laughs> and that's it uh, sounded good, but now I've seen, the, seen that. It's, uh, it's, that's yeah. got me. I was a huge fan of The Sopranos. Like, we didn't really watch The Sopranos when it was on. We, well, that's another show. Like then. we do with most stuff. We mm. wait until it's finished and then we'll just binge watch the whole lot. Yeah. Or at least and there's a couple of seasons in we can binge watch. Yeah. Um, but that 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 was definitely one of them. Just got hooked on it. Yeah. Well, Great we, show. I'm fresh off having just watched it again because Alicia wanted to watch it. That's right. Yeah. We started watching it, oh, fuck, four or five years ago, maybe when she was first here. Yeah. And it's again another one like Deadwood, where initially, like especially the first few seasons, it takes a while to get into wanting to binge it. Yep. And we could only do like one episode every, you know, few, two, few days. Yep. And then when I was back over in England, it popped up on one of the streamings. I think Sky, it was on Sky. We're like, fuck, we got to finish it. Because we had initially started it years ago. Yeah, that's right. And I think we got up to like maybe the last season and there, there was a bit at the end that we hadn't watched. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that's another one it was like stop start. So yeah, me and Alicia went back to the beginning and then we're like, fuck it. But we got real hooked right towards the end yeah. and just smashed it out. So I'm fairly fresh off having rewatched it all. But that was that was another one of those series like um, um, Ray Donovan mm. that, that had that one season that was just a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. flat. Yeah. And, you, and you thought, geez, I hope it picks up again. Yeah. And of course, that was what season four, Probably maybe four, with I Ray think, Donovan. Yeah. And then it just ramped up to a whole new level. And yeah. The Sopranos was like that yeah, as well. Yeah, they had a, they had a lull in probably maybe season three or four mm. as well. Yeah, I think it was about four. Yeah. There was one season in the middle where they did the, I don't know, maybe it was towards the end, they, they start. it's another one of those shows we were talking a few weeks back about that point in time where they were doing half seasons. Yeah, that's And Sopranos yeah, yeah. did that yeah. as well. So, yeah. again, this is an old show too. 
But it holds up. It's really, really good. Alicia fucking loved it. Alicia doesn't really like going back and watching older stuff. Uh, Yeah. she will watch Friends over and over and over again. But anything, <laughs> that's, anything that's a little bit old, she usually isn't that interested in, but she's got hooked on Sopranos, loved it. She loves all that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. It's such a terrific program. I, I adore it. Uh, this movie's going to be great. I know there will be people out there who are listening who might not have watched it, I think, but get on it if you can. Oh, uh, yeah. It is one of the best television shows of all time. Yeah. And you hear that from a lot of people, and it's not hyperbole, it's – Legitimately, yeah. one of the greatest. Shows. I reckon. I reckon the three. <coughs> excuse me. I reckon the three best. Um, I suppose gangster type mm. series. Mm. That's probably top of the tree. Oh, absolutely. And and uh, closely followed by um, Breaking Bad and oh, yeah. and um, Ray Donovan. Yeah, they're the three that I really enjoyed. Ray Donovan, I feel like, is one that has didn't quite get that following, though. Yeah, no, Sadly, that's right. It's such a great show. Because it got, it got canned, didn't it? Yeah, it got yeah. axed. And they were shopping it around, trying yeah. to find someone else to pick it up. Liev Schreiber, of course, yeah. is in the lead roles, Ray Donovan. And that was fantastic. Yeah, so good. That last season, yeah. season six, I think it was. was seven? Was Maybe it was. seven, I don't know. Oh, he so was good. totally out of yeah. control. Yeah, great And show. you just thought, geez, how much further can they push but this? But that's a show that everyone you know who's seen it fucking loves it. Yeah, that's right. But it's one that I feel like Well, that's one not... for the question later. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. The Many Saints of Newark. Yeah. Newark. Yeah, come from Newark. Awesome. Looks so cool. good. Right, when's it out? Sorry. It's out October, I think, in America. I don't know if it has an international release date just yet. It'll have to be close by. But all the people that are playing the characters, the younger version of the characters, all look fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Did you realise uh, Lydia Soprano, who's the mother, yeah. is played by Vera Farmiga? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought yeah, yeah. Looks like, like. But she looks so good. Got yeah, the prosthetics yeah, yeah. and looks exactly fantastic. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, she's good. Oh, so good. I'm she does, so, she's done some great stuff she's, last few she's years. She's terrific. She? Yeah, I love her. She's Fantastic. so good. Oh, that looks amazing. I'm really looking forward to that. If, oh, yeah. Like, you can smash out The Sopranos but before October. If you haven't watched it, fucking get on it. And who's, you don't know who's distributing it here? Warner Brothers will have it here, yeah. Oh, hopefully get a screen. We'll Should a, do, yeah. Should get a screening for it. Yeah. Because I'm pretty good with the Warner people. Yeah, hope so. So hopefully, yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's the big trailer for the week. Uh, what briefly briefly want to touch on this uh, before we round up a new book? We don't usually talk about books that often, but I picked up the Tarantino, the big Tarantino book, well, the little Tarantino little, book, little Tarantino <laughs> book, yeah. four hundred pages. It's quite large. This is a uh, this is his first novel, first piece of fiction, like book okay. that he's published. Yep. It's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a novel. Yep. Now, essentially, went back in the. I don't know. They still might do it. But back in the 70s, 80s, it was huge. They would do novelizations of movies, which was essentially like they would, before home media was widespread, Yep. the best way to revisit a movie outside of the theatre, or some people might not, couldn't afford going to the theatre, you'd have the novelization, experience it at home. Now, most of the time, pretty much all of the time, these novelizations were written by an author who had nothing to do with the film and was working off like an early screenplay draft. So majority of the time the book was vastly different to the movie. So even if you look at Star Wars, the original Star Wars novelization, there's a bunch of uh, deleted scenes in it. Yep. So stuff with Luke on Tatooine with his friends Biggs 
And, you know, in Star Wars, there's the line where Luke goes, I was going to go to Tashi Station to get some power converters. <laughs> there's a scene where they go to Tashi Station to get the power converters. And these were all scenes that George Lucas had filmed but never made the movie. And the only way you could experience these deleted scenes initially was in that original novelization of Star Wars. Oh, okay. Um, and even, I, I know they still do the Star Wars novelizations and they always differ from the film. They always give you a little bit more information. You always see articles come out like, what's been revealed from the novelization? Because stuff makes it into the book that didn't make it into the film. Right. And whether that's deleted scenes or just stuff that was in an earlier draft that got cut out of a later draft, it's just a really weird sort of like niche kind of, Mm, mm. like a literature rabbit hole sort of thing. And Tarantino grew up reading um, pulp fiction uh, and um, and like film novelizations. Yep. So he said he wanted to do a film novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as essentially reshape the entire film as if it were a novelization mm-hmm. written in the 70s. I read the first chapter. It's fucking good. Oh, awesome. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, so he's essentially, yeah, he says he reshaped the book. He says, well, this is a quote from him. He says, in the 70s, movie novelizations were the first adult books I grew up reading, and to this day I have a tremendous amount of affection for the genre. So as a movie novelization aficionado, I'm proud to announce Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as my contribution to this often marginalized yet beloved subgenre in literature. I'm also thrilled to further explore my characters and their world in a literary endeavor that can hopefully sit alongside its cinematic counterpart. And he called it a complete rethinking of, of the film. And oh. the first thing I've noticed, again, I've only read one chapter. I only got the book yesterday. There's the scene, I don't know if you remember it, but there's a scene sort of towards the beginning of the movie where Rick Dalton, who is, uh, uh, what's his Brad name? Pitt. Uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, no, no, the fucking uh, uh, Leo. Leo, yeah. Leo DiCaprio. <clears throat> He's, he was Rick Dalton, right? Rick Dalton, oh, yeah. I can't remember. Rick, <laughs> I'm sure that's right. Yeah, Rick Dalton was Leo's character. Um, and he's meeting with Al Pacino in the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Al Pacino basically says, you're a nobody anymore, come to Italy and we'll make we'll make you a star in Italy, we'll make you a star in Europe. So then Leo goes yep. off to Europe and makes a bunch of, like, spaghetti westerns and yeah, yeah, B-movies right. and shit. So this scene takes place about, about a six or seven-minute scene in a bar this scene is expanded to 25 pages in the book. So you usually the rule usually is one minute per page. Oh, so it's essentially Jesus. expanded to like a 25-minute scene. It doesn't take place in a bar. It takes place in the manager's office. And they intru- he introduces a new character, which is the assistant of the manager, yep. and she brings them in cups of coffee. So they're sitting there drinking coffee instead of alcohol. And as you can imagine, with typical Tarantino dialogue, they go down these weird rabbit holes, oh, yeah. uh, which is just goes completely just in yeah. weird direction, then comes back. So it's almost like you are reading like what was a early draft of this scene where there's just too much dialogue, there's too much going on that they truncated for the film. It's so, it's so fascinating. Mm. And I've read um, a couple of Tarantino's scripts before and he's always just a very visual writer. And reading this is very much like reading one of his screenplays, oh, okay. but it's um, really descriptive. Yeah, uh, he's terrific. Just such a great writer, yeah. and that's I. I he's one of my favorite writers, one of my favorite directors. I particularly love the way he writes dialogue and stuff. And just reading the novel is great. So I'm going to smash that out. Mm. I'm really excited to get into it. So yeah. So obviously, I don't know whether maybe he did base it on early screenplays or whether he's just gone. I'm going to just completely redo it. But some of the dialogue in it is direct from the film. 
And I kind of, I went, I pulled up the scene on YouTube and then tried to compare it. Some of the dialogue comes straight out of it. And then you go down this big rabbit hole of like three pages and then it comes up to the, comes and back it comes to the, back to the next line of dialogue in the film. God. That's really great. So he's just expanded it in all these ways. Apparently it fleshes out the characters a lot more. You get a lot more backstory. You get more scenes. There's a few things that are left a bit more ambiguous in the film that are made more clear God. in the novel. There's a scene where, a controversial scene, where you've got um, Bruce Lee having the fight scene with yep. Brad Pitt in yep. the car lot. Yep. Apparently that's longer and more brutal, <laughs> So, as you can imagine. I mean, yeah, check it out. If you're a fan of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you're a fan of Tarantino, you want to check out a bit of his writing, check it out. It's real good so far. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not a reader. You are, you're not a reader. No, I'm not a reader. But it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I know there will be people out there. I've seen so many people have been buying it. So check mm. it out. So number one. Bestseller on Amazon, which now makes already, yeah, because it only came out a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah it came out, yeah, two, three, yeah, a couple of days ago, and it's supposed to be sold out on Amazon for a bit. It was sold out on Book Depository, so I had to go to like Kmart and get it. It was only twelve yeah, bucks. Twelve bucks. Yeah. Kmart, Target, Big W for anyone in Australia has it for twelve dollars at the moment, as opposed to like twenty twenty five. Uh, selling everywhere else. So go pick it up. So awesome. yeah, he's he is now a number one best selling author. <laughs> God. Crazy. Can he not? Is there something? Is there anything he cannot do? Well, he's running a work of nonfiction now too on seventies grindhouse cinema or something. So oh, okay, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Because he, he did a couple of grindhouse. Yeah, he did films, that grind. He? Well, he did grindhouse with Rodriguez. That's right. Uh, yeah. Death Proof yeah. and I think Death Proof was the Tarantino one, and the other one was I can't remember what the other one was called. Those was those two movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, there you go. But he 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 usually when he writes his movies, he will often write hundreds of pages of backstory for each of his characters. And in some cases he will write additional scripts. He'll write full screenplays based on a character. So Rick Dalton stars in that Bounty Law, you know how he's doing that yep. Western show. He wrote like six episodes of it. <laughs> so he's going to make that sometime apparently, down the track? Apparently he's going to make it, yeah. He, I don't know whether it's going to go Netflix or something, but yeah. And even Pulp Fiction, that Fox, you know, when you've got that scene where Mia is talking about the um, – the original TV pilot she did called Fox Force yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote like a full script for that and then sort of reworked that into Kill Bill. Oh, so he's he's so he's just does so much like ancillary work that you never see and this is kind of his way of He's kind probably of getting, he's probably got enough work there to keep him going. Yeah, exactly well that he's right. already written. Yeah. For years exactly to come. Exactly right. He only for the wants, rest of his life. He only wants right. to do one more movie. He wants to be like 10 films and then get out of the game. So I'll be interested if he now Ends up just going. He certainly doesn't need the money. Exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, check that out. It's very, yeah. it's very fun. We've only got a couple of questions to get to this week. I've actually forgot to put a, a call out for questions this oh, week. That's right. But I had we're, a couple. Uh, getting short on time. I know exactly right. So let's have a look what we got this week. Okay, so we got one from Blake. Yes, Blake up in uh, up in Brisbane. Yeah, uh, a Patreon. Yep. G'day, Blake. How are you, mate? Hope you're doing. Hope you're doing okay up up there in uh, in lockdown. Yeah, man. Um, okay, so Blake says, "Hope you hope you're doing well." Yeah, we are. We're yeah, thanks, not in Blake. lockdown. <laughs> seeing as Brizzy is since since uh, seeing as Brizzy is in this lockdown, as is most of the country right now, except Melbourne mm-hmm. and Tasmania, Tasmania. Hobart. And, mm-hmm. uh, as is most of the country right now, what recommendations do you have for a little for little hidden gems? Can be movie, TV shows, books, whatever you want. Mm. You. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Blake. Appreciate it, as always. Um, sorry, go on. You had a few things you want to say? Yeah, well, those three we were talking about before, if you've not seen them, 
yeah, get onto them. I mean, for for lockdown stuff, I like like to sort of watch TV series because you can because yeah. you got so it's much time. Yeah, it's not just recommending a movie. I yeah. reckon. Um. Uh. So you know, Ray Donovan. If you've mm. not seen Ray Donovan, mm-hmm. you've got to get it. Yeah. And watch it. It is yeah. awesome. Uh-huh. Breaking Bad. Most people Everyone's have seen Breaking seen Bad yeah. and The Sopranos. Because yeah. a lot of people still haven't seen Sopranos. Yeah. There are three fantastic ones, but a couple others that I thought about. One was Californication. Yeah. With uh, David Kovny. Yeah. Fantastic show. Yeah. Sort of a um, an adult, adult sitcom mm. drama yeah. sort of thing. It was it was big at the time, but it's one that I feel like has didn't have legs. It yeah. was like seven seasons or something. Yeah, something something like that. I mean, it, it petered out a bit towards the end. We of it. We haven't watched it all. We've only watched the first few. Yeah, seasons. But yeah, but the first four or five seasons were Terrific. fantastic. Really they good. were really really good. And the other one was Flight of the Concords. Mm. If you've not seen Flight of the yeah. Concords, it is offbeat. Yeah, and it is awesome. It Kiwi. is fantastic. Couple Kiwi. of Kiwi, couple of Kiwis, yeah. Jermaine Clement and Brett, um, whose surname is. Yeah, and uh, what's the, the the manager's name? Murray. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his name? Reese Rice. Uh, uh, I was going to say E fans, but that's that British no, no, guy. No, that's the yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Rice Joe. No, um, I can, I'm going to pull it up. Flight of the Concords. Uh, Jermaine Clement, Brett McKenzie, of course. McKenzie, that's right. And um, what? I thought I clicked on it. Flight. Oh, there it is. And. Um, Rice, Darby. Rice Darby, Kristen Schaal right. was in that as well. Arch yeah, that's Barker. Right. Arch yes, Barker. he was. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, the guy, yeah, he was yeah. Dave. Yeah, he worked at like the uh, the pawn shop. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, no. So yeah, so if you if you haven't seen Flight, such a great little show. It's it doesn't. There's not too many episodes though. Is two there? seasons, like twenty episodes or something. Yeah. I think twenty two episodes. Yeah, it's so good. It is awesome. Yeah, I think if I'm not wrong, Taika Waititi was involved. I think he wrote a number of episodes for that. Oh, okay. It was created by James Bobbin, who who did the Muppets movies. Oh, right. Um, it was also written by. Oh, it was created by James Bobbin, Jermaine Clement, and Brett McKenzie. Now, Brett actually did the the um, music for one of the Muppets movies, or both of them, I think, the recent ones. But I'm sure Taika Waititi. Up. Not sure. Yeah, he wrote four episodes. Well, he directed say, four shows. I was going to say it's really his sort of. Yeah, he directed four episodes and wrote two. Well, that's 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 the other one. The 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 one that Tiger did the um the vampire one. Oh yeah, the film. The um, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the series yet though. You've watched some. of the I've series. I've watched some of the series. Yeah, yeah, it didn't really hold me for yeah. too long, but it was it was good. I mean, um, my older brother he loved it. Yeah, he absolutely loved mm. it. Um. I enjoyed it, mm. but I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thing. I only watched probably maybe three or four episodes of it. Yeah. So yeah. And what cool. have you got? I've got a couple of books. I want to read some books this week. Oh, okay. Because I felt like if I every time someone says, "Give me your hidden gems," and I'm sure Blake has asked before, and I'm always like spraying the same fucking three or four movies or shows yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I thought we're on this topic of books. And I thought I'm going to recommend a couple of my favourites that have also been written by someone famous. Uh, this is one of my favourite novels of all time. It's called oh, The yeah, Pleasure yeah. of My Company. I've read it, I reckon, three times. I'm not a rereader. I don't reread books. I've read this at least three times. I got the audio book. I've listened to the audio book a number of times, which was read by the author, who is, of course, a comedic idol of mine, Steve Martin. Um, and it is one of the greatest pieces of anything I've ever I've ever read. It is funny. It is sweet. It's charming. It is ver- it's got drama in there. 
Uh, did I say the name of the book? It's called The Pleasure of My Company. And when you read it, you imagine you're watching a, a classic Steve Martin movie from like the 1980s or 1990s, and you picture him in your head. Uh, the synopsis, basically, D- Daniel P. Kane Cambridge, 30, 35, 38 or 27, depending on how he feels that day, <laughs> is a young man whose life is rich and full, provided he never leaves his Santa Monica apartment. After all, outside there are eight-inch high curbs and there's always the horrible chance he might see a gas station attendant wearing a blue hat. <laughs> so except for the occasional trip to the local pharmacy to admire the California girl Zandy and to buy earplugs just because they're a bargain, he stays home a lot. And a good thing too, or he never would have been falsely implicated in a murder, never almost seduced Philippa, never competed the impossible task of jogging around the block with Brian, never ironed his pillows, and he might never have won the most average American contest. It's so good. It's such just a really charming book. Well, that, that, that just reminded me, seeing Steve, Steve Martin, yeah. he did a film on one of, yeah. on one of his books called oh, Shop right, yeah. Girl. Yeah, yeah, it was a novella, yeah. Now, that was a really good film as well. Yeah, yeah. And I've just pulled it up. Pulled it up. It's only got a, it's got like a six point three rating on IMDb. Very good. But it's a fantastic film. Jason I Schwartzman? It, yeah, yeah, I rate it much Claire higher Dane? than that. Claire, Claire Danes. Danes, yeah. yeah. So good. Um, so, yeah, that yeah was Steve a, Martin, Claire Danes, Jason Schwartzman. That was a little novella that he wrote, yeah. And yeah, this one... this one, was a fantastic film. This one here is only 163 pages. The text yeah. is pretty large. Yeah. Easy to read. Such a good book. He was talking about doing it as a... You imagine him in this film. He's, well, see, I could, I could imagine that as a... Oh, absolutely. As a movie. And he's... A bit of a bit aged out of that role now. Yeah, uh, but he was talking about well, this. I'm talking maybe even ten years ago. He was floating around the idea of doing it with Ashton Kutcher in the lead, who oh, I feel yeah, like cool. is probably a bit, maybe even a bit older for it now as well. Uh, but I'd love to see them do that as a film some point because yeah. it's so it's such a good book. I also recommend another one. This one's called My French Whore. <laughs> this one's written by Gene Wilder, and it is <laughs> terrific. Again, it's funny. It's got drama. It's uh, it's sweet. It's tender. It's called My French Whore: A Love Story. Oh cool. Uh, Gene Wilder, of course. Yep. Billy Wonka started in Blazing Saddles and all those great um, classic comedies uh, with Mel Brooks and all that. Uh, the synopsis for this: Heartbroken by the discovery that his wife no longer loves him, shy young railway employee Paul Peachy leaves his small town existence behind and boards ship for the trenches of France. It's 1918 and the pendulum of war has swung decisively in the Allies' favour, but when Peachy is captured by a desperate enemy patrol in no man's land, it seems that his life's about to come to a brutal end. A fluent German speaker, Peachy's only chance of survival is to convince his captors that he is none other than their famous spy, Harry Stroller. For a while, he is feted as a hero by the enemy top brass and gains access to a previously unimagined world of luxury and extravagance. But when Peachy falls in love with a beautiful French courtesan named Annie... He's driven to commit a supreme act of courage that will change both their lives forever. Mm, sounds good. Which would be another great one that yeah. would be a great film. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, I love that. I love yeah. His writing is so good. I've got a number of his books. He's written a number of like short story co- uh, compilation stuff. He's so good. Such a great writer, as is Steve Martin. I'd recommend both of those. I thought it was a bit on topic with movies, and mm. particularly with the Tarantino thing coming out as well. So yeah. if you, if you, I know Blake is a big reader. If you can track down both of those books, get on it. Yeah, so good, so much fun. Well, if you like, see, I only I only ever read biographies. I don't yeah. really get into fiction, as you know. Um, and there are a lot of there are a lot of good um, biographies mm-hmm. that that I've read yeah. that I could recommend him. But this, you know, I'd have to think about yeah. it and, and go through. But Kelsey Grammer and Kelsey Grammer one's fantastic. And Bra- yeah. Brett Brett Butler, 
Yeah, was a that. was a really good one. Mm. Um, and uh, what's his name? Tim. Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Yeah, Tim yeah. Allen was good. Don't Paul, stand too Paul, close to a naked man. That's right. That's, that's called. Yeah. Uh, Paul Reiser did a really good yeah, one. Yeah. So there's a lot of really good. Yeah. You know, really good um, biographies. Steve Martin well. did one, which was great. Yeah. Really good. Um, but yeah, so like yeah. The, that movie, that movie as well, Shop Girl. Actually, I can. Shop Girl. I can recommend. Actually, I just thought Carl. Any of the Carl Pilkington books are fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. Anything I've, Carl. I've touches. read all of his books. He's done like, like if you're familiar with him from Idiot Abroad, he did a bunch of like travel diaries, which kind of expand on the show. Well, it's, well, it's another thing if he, if he, if he, you know, if Blake hasn't watched things like Idiot, Idiot Abroad, Abroad, yeah. <laughs> Life's just, too short with... Um, oh, yeah, most like, definitely. I feel like that's... It's a Ricky Gervais show. He's in it a little bit, yep. but it stars uh, Warwick Davis. Yep. And it is the fucking funniest, one of the funniest yep. things ever. Each episode has a different celebrity guest yep. star. Liam Neeson comes in, and that is one of the funniest scenes I've ever yep. heard in my life. Liam Neeson comes in, he's like, I want to learn improv. Yeah, he's yeah. like, let's improv. And they're like, all right. Him and Ricky are like, all right, let's try out some improv. And then everything that Liam Neeson says just really dark. He's like, I've got cancer. He's like, yeah. no, no, that's, not, that's fucking funny. And then Johnny Depp comes in one and he hires Warwick to be his little dwarf because he's going to play a dwarf right. in a movie. That's has right. him in the toilet. And it's just <laughs> funny. Check it out. I feel like that's like one of the Ricky Gervais shows that is a little yeah. more obscure. Yeah. So funny. Two, well, too short, one season. Yeah. One, two, two. One season, I think. Maybe two seasons two. and a special. Yeah. As, he, as Ricky Gervais always does. So the, funny, the funniest scene when he was trying to get the book or trophy or something off, oh, the, off the bookshelf. And poor little Warwick Davis is scaling the bookshelf <laughs> trying to get the book. But it's just, it's just, yeah, it's so just Warwick Davis taking the piss out of his, yeah, so good. Out of his uh, size. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's a fantastic show. So good, yeah. So that's a whole bunch of stuff that will keep you yeah. going through the, um, through the, yeah. the lockdown. So get on with all that. Look at that, though. It's the end of the show. Thank you for joining us. I, uh, I've i had too much water and too much Coca-Cola, <laughs> so I need to get out of here. <laughs> um, should I say Coca-Cola? They're not sponsoring us today. Uh, too much cola. Uh, look, thank you so much for joining us. The podcast goes out every single Monday on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Visual Element is available to view on YouTube. It goes out on the Monday, same time, but it also goes out two days early to Patreon supporters. So if you want to get that two-day early access, head to patreon.com forward slash Dave Lee Down Under. Video podcasts are now on a new channel. They've They've gone over to a new place. So if you're over there, if you're watching, please hit the subscribe button down below and um, just view. Just yep. get views over there so we can get that monetization back up and going. You can find me on YouTube at Dave Lee Down Under, of course. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd. Links in the description of every single podcast. If you want to write into the show, DaveLeePod at gmail.com. If you're listening on the podcast platforms, please leave a review and rating. It helps. Only good Only ratings, the good please. Ones. Please. Uh, YouTube preview. This week, well, last week I dropped my Black Widow review. I dropped a Monsters at Work review. Bunch of cartoon news, mostly like Space Jam trailer and clip breakdowns. You can check them out. This week, get ready for this. I'll have a fucking Space Jam review for you all. Oh, yes. Fair time. How good's that? I can't wait. I'm seeing it very early next week and you'll have the review like the day after I see it. I'm so fucking awesome. excited. Um, you, there, I'm sure there'll be a bunch of Space Jam content that will supplement the film, including uh, a, an evolution, which I'm really working hard to get out in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, it's a, uh, also going to be working on the delayed voice evolutions, Speedy, Taz, and uh, whatever ones I've missed to coincide with New Legacy throughout the month. 
Um, so yeah, I've started working on a new evolution this week. Yep. I've been talking. I tried to get one out at the end of last month, but no, I finished the script. I've put that one aside, and now I'm working on another one, which is going to be a very, very, very short one. Mm-hmm. I'll have that out in a couple of weeks, and then I'll double back to the other one. Hopefully, I have that out by the end of the month. I think I'll cool. have it done. Um, other than that, I don't know. There'll be stuff that just pops up here and there, I think, and uh, that's usually the way it goes. Anything cool. else you have to say? Nope, that's I it. i got to get out of here. Just got to get out of here before I piss my pants. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. well, see you later, guys. Thanks see for joining guys. us. See you on the next Thanks one. Thanks for joining Make us. Easy. Number 40. 40 show next Woo-hoo! week. Yeah, All right, see you later.